0: Rejection most times is the redirection we need to unlock our truest potential. Life puts us in some uncomfortable and unexpected situations despite our efforts and plans. So how do we look at failures as opportunities? How do we deal with life's uncertainties, identify some losses as wins, all while not labeling ourselves as total losers or failures? You'll find out right here on Redirection with Terry Carell. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Redirection with Terry Carell. It's such a pleasure to have you. And let me tell you something, the feedback from last week's episode with Tony and Layla was fire! So I just want to thank you for subscribing and rating and reviewing and sharing with everyone. I really do appreciate the love. So you must be wondering, so who is Terry Carell going to interview today? Well, he's basically the epitome of you are not defined by your past. He is a business executive with 28 years leading successful technology companies. And he already has his own Simply Secure group, which is a cybersecurity company. And guess what? When he left high school, he didn't have one subject. Yeah, you're going to want to stick and stay right here on Redirection with Terry Carell. Hi, Kevin. Kevin Gordon, welcome to my show.
1: It is fun. I mean, it's so great to be here, Terry. It's so great to, to see you and to hear you.
0: Right? How are Thanks you? Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness! I'm, it's doing a pleasure. Well. I'm not complaining. Not complaining. I'm not complaining at all. Fantastic! It is so good to have you in the redirection seat. It's always good to hear from. Not just persons from the region, but you know, oh, oh like Jamaicans, you know, Jamaicans who do it right, well, right. who have done well, and so even though you are not here right. in Jamaica, you are representing uh, for the diaspora in South Florida.
1: Yes, I am. Yes, I am.
0: And tell more people what you're doing, man. Um,
1: my name is Kevin Gordon. I'm the CEO of Simply Secure Group, a cybersecurity company in South Florida. Um, I've been managing the operation for a little over a year, um, and, and as we get more into this conversation, you hear all the fantastic stories of how I actually got to this point. I have a beautiful wife of 21 years, Oof. and two so beautiful, beautiful. I, I can't call them baby girls anymore. They don't like it, but they are 13 and 15. I still call them babies.
0: And they will always be your babies. Tell them that they need to yes, put some will. respect on it. They will always be your babies, right? But I agree. I, I completely agree. Right. But, but but let me ask you this Is this where you envisioned your life?
1: Not at all. Um, not at all. When I, when I started out as um, when, when I much, much younger, I really wanted to be a pilot. That's the—that's what I said to my mom. Mommy, I want to be a pilot. At one point in time, I tell you, Terry, um, I went on top of the roof because I thought, you know, that's how we here, could be a pilot.
0: So I put on a, 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 a towel over my neck and I decided to fly. You know. so, so, how did that I work dropped. out for you? Well, we know that you lived, you, you, thank God. I survived. You survived. survived. And, and you, as a boy, you know, I thought, that's how I could fly. So I
1: could fly. And so I wanted to go to flight. I love the height.
0: <laughs> and you know, funny enough, I wish I could say that that's the first time I'm hearing a story like that. But my, my, my uncles are twins and they were fascinated with Batman um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, he put a sheet. Unlike you, he thought maybe the sheet would have given him a lot more... Um, <laughs> the yeah. buoyant? Yeah. Yeah. The apparently. Yeah. You know, but he... He chucked out of a window with the sheet and I'm happy to say that he also survived. So I don't know if it's a Jamaican thing, a Jamaican (laughs) white thing, and Mm. not too soon. And thank God the roof wasn't too high at the time, you know. Well, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But again, welcome to the show. You know, it's all about redirection Mm -hmm. and it's always a pleasure speaking to guests who are doing one thing, doing very well in it, have seemingly found their sweet spot and it yes. was nothing that they ever imagined. So, as usual, I always take my guests to the genesis, you know, to the to the the, the, the shaping and the molding in the formative years. And yes, 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 I'm very interested in hearing, you know, how 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 it got started for you, um, single parent mom. What kind of what kind of family?
1: Yes, dynamic. so I had yes. so I, so we started out um, in the heart of uh, Crossroads. Um, it's right between that Devon House or Devon Avenue, not Devon House, Devon Avenue. It's right on the corner, or she say the border of Almontown and and, and, and Slipe Road. Mm-hmm. And that's where I grew up, in a nice, you know, multi, I don't call it tenement here, I got multi-tenant I love um, it. And um, housing, multi-tenant multi-tenant housing. housing you know? so I we, use yeah, that. man. So we had we, yeah, man, we had the, the aunties on one side and the cousins on the other side, and you know, everybody had their own space, you know, their own rooms, you know. Mm-hmm. I was a board nicely decorated, um, with you know with, with aluminium roofing. <laughs> <laughs> I love the description. Uh <laughs> well, you know, and well decorated doors, you know, and so mm-hmm. that central central yard you know so everyone congregated in the yard space so it was it was a fantastic place for us to grow up um mm. i grew up in a in that type of situation and it, it you know we didn't have a whole lot to go on you know my mom used to dress me my little i want to call it once but you know little um uh, pants you know that was one all-in-one jumper, yeah, a little flap at the top
2: Absolutely. and a little, and
1: a little um, pocket at the front and of course, powder on your neck all oh, over and you know, that's how she dressed. You, you know appearance parents still do
0: that? You know appearance still a chuck oh, the, the, the the powder from your neck got all the way down yes, to your man. chest. Keep your cool, man. Keep your, my circle, man. And and keep my your mother pool. was
1: proud, man. My mother was proud, man, you know. Of course, she wanted to ensure that her son was the best looking guy on, on, on in, in the in the road, the best looking guy in the yard. Um and she did her best. A mm-hmm. single um, a single parent my father um, unfortunately you know I, I remember you know when i was three yeah and he came to my house you know <clears throat> my biological dad he I at three and said boy kevin you know I'm coming back for you next week you know son i'll come back for you next week i are gonna go to the beach and i said yeah my daddy's coming excited i looked yeah i was very excited next week came no daddy i said mommy where's daddy well, she doing? why she don't know know then eventually i found that daddy left and wow. he went to the United States, and all of a sudden, that was the last time I saw Daddy. Wow. Of course, you know, that broke my heart. But that's how I grew up. Right. But my mom was very proud. You know, she worked at Central Fire, and she went to United General, and she did what she had to do. She provided cool. for the whole um, how, as a single mother.
0: How did you process that, you know, as this excited little boy who is, who is waiting for that visit, only to hear, all right, he took off, without any, you know, um, any prior... Um, Knowledge. How did you process that, and did did you even know how to process that at that age, or did that take place mm-hmm. later on in life? I,
1: I I did not know at the time the mm-hmm. kind of effect it had until my mom remarried. Okay, and that's when I realized that I was holding in all of this,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so I continued to hold on to her, my mom, because. She was the only thing I had at the time. Um, right. When Dad went off, I was clearly disappointed because I was looking for the VW, the white VW to come. I was looking to go to the beach and the beach ball. I was looking to play at my dad, but he didn't turn up. Um, and so I was, I was more than disappointed mm-hmm. my mom held it together. Right. She, she ensured that she gave enough love for Kevin and for every and for anything else that I would need and though I was a little rebellious young young man at the time I wanted to do everything I wanted to do at the time I wanted to do it she yeah. still held the fort you that's know so awesome. much love to my mom much that's awesome
0: mom. and it's funny and it's funny because in in the last episode we spoke to Tony and uh, Layla who spoke about her mom holding down the fort mm. and so I mean it's just it's just amazing to see how similar a lot of our lives are now even though he he left abruptly, um mm-hmm. you 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 told me in our prior conversation about your love for just music and instruments and that probably yes, was yes, one yes. of the few things that you you were either inspired by because of your dad and there were things that you actually yes, died yes, into. Yes. So tell me a little bit about so, that.
1: Right. So um so when I was much, much younger, I, I had no clue why, but I had a love for instruments and I love to hear music. It it inspired me, it relaxed me quite a bit. And, of course, going to church and you see all the musicians playing the drums and they are playing the guitar and the bass and you got so inspired. Rock and stars. So when I started, yeah, man, box guitar at the time. So what I started doing because I wanted to get involved, I went to church and I got a cup, you know, plastic cup, and I put around the plastic cup, you know, the little elastic bands, and I started to string the thing. and you know, and That I was your guitar? It sounded so. It was, that was my guitar, and It sounded so sweet. And, you know, funny enough, you know. You know, years later I got, you know, used to I got an instrument, um, uh, a guitar for myself and started playing. But I did not realize that my dad at that point in time, he was the master of um, of of music. I think he was a bandmaster or choir director for the for the Jamaica Defense Force at the time. So he was in charge of all the musicians and the singers, and he could play all the instruments. Wow. I'm later now finding that out. That he played the drums, he played the keys. Or she said, the piano at the time. He played guitar. He actually wrote an album, and on that album, he was playing the guitar. So I grew up on the box guitar, playing for many, many years, and I loved it, loved it immensely. Of course, I transitioned
0: into into the real guitar. and into the real instruments, from the plastic cup to to real instruments. From the plastic, from the plastic cup right, to the real instrument. So let me take it back, right? So here it is. Yeah, Daddy leaves you and mommy. You do anything, mommy making sure she put mm-hmm. you together. You are like the Christmas mm-hmm. thing in at the yard. Come on, come making, on, come making on. Making sure you go to church. You're doing anything. You're becoming involved. You're clearly, you know, you have a love of music, but then mommy meets someone. Oh lord. Mommy <laughs> meets someone. Yes. Um, and and remarries within what three years? Because daddy left well, like at three. Like, well, tell yes, me about yes. that. Within, that within period three years. Of time. So. Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, of course, growing up with a single mom um, who was very proud, um, but very, very religious um, mm-hmm. and very godly in in, in everything she did, um, she made sure that I went to church and, and of course as going to church that, that was at the YMCA by the way, right? And all of a sudden, you know, I saw this this man coming around <laughs> the house, driving his escort. You know, and all of a sudden he was now carrying mommy. Mommy wasn't taking the bus anymore. Ah,
0: <laughs> and, but you're still you saying, know, Oh, he should just get mom, a drive. <laughs> yeah, no, man. Mommy wasn't taking the
1: bus anymore. And 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 he was taking me to school as well. And like, you know, this man coming to take us to school and taking mommy to work and you know, all up in our space. You know, your, my your, your prename, his, your prename, spouse, you know. Yeah, no, man, no, my pre, him. I'm Like, no, this man, something alright. And all of a sudden, you know, we he, he, they got married um so when, I was, when I was around oh, six. Mm, mm-hmm. I was six i was six at a time when they got married um and i'll be honest with you i did not like that at all at all um at that point in time i resented him um, badly i i really didn't want to be around him
0: and it um, wasn't and it wasn't because he was a bad guy because when you no, really thought about what he was doing life. he was being sweet responsible I mean, but i was a
1: child you know mm-hmm. as a child i was six I, I you know my my dad left me when i was three he said he would have come back to take me to the beach. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, I carried all that resentment up until that point and did not know that I was now taking out my anger on this man.
0: Yeah, so but you basically take... started to rebel. You resisted yeah, man. Yeah, man. and you rebelled. And how far... Significantly. And how, and how much did it affect... Well, one, did it affect your relationship with your mom and how did that affect you in terms of school? Because, you know, you're now being ushered into... You know, right, or primary right. school, depending on what, you know, you, what school you attended. And you're getting be to into high school. So how, how were you affected?
1: I'll be honest with you. That took me right up until I um, was around 16, if I'll be honest. You know, so going through, I, you know, as as a, a chirpy, you know, bright young chap going through Dunrobin primary, you mm-hmm. know, graduated when I was around 10, years, jump and touch the ceiling. I was so happy. Yeah. When I graduated for Arden High and then. That resentment continued through, even though you you were still in the house with him, and you know you you knew that he loved your mom, and your mom loved him. I still couldn't, you know, get myself to call him, you know, you know, father, daddy. Mm-hmm. You, know, it, you know, I still loved him. You know, you you you, you kind of get into place where you realize that you know he loves your mom, and you want to appreciate him, but I I was still rebelling. Um, so deep down, and I did
0: he and really, did he really sense bit it? Up. Did he sense it? And yeah, did, man, he man, try, man, did he yeah, try? Did he, he try to? Did he try to warm you up and say, "All right, Kev," you know? Did he all the time? And you resisted all regardless. The um, and so that
1: continued, you know. I graduated, went to Arden, you know, I did my thing in grade in, in 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 first form, and then I started following some but. Bad- Company first from i started going to the game shops over and over and, and how a, because a, a people
0: and let me ask you this let me because you mentioned how your mm. mom was you know she's very religious and of course you know going to church yes. was a huge part it was at like the core of your family yes so how did you balance church slash religion and mixing up with bad company
1: that didn't work work well at all i'll be honest with you um if it's one thing i recognize with my church um they recognize falsehood or to say it when you're big be- when you're being a hypocrite you mm-hmm. know because i was playing the i still playing the keys i eventually started playing the guitar i was playing guitar on the choir on, on the church choir mm-hmm. you know and at some point in time, i started to sing as well and i was playing the bass and of course you know started doing all kind of foolish with my friends going to the game shop eventually end up smoking um but still going to church at the same time, so I was really playing a game, mm-hmm. a religious game. And
0: yeah. some person saw. You're now moving through, like, what we just said, second form, third form. You are getting close to choosing your subjects to do your CXC. Yes, way. man. We call it CXC no more, because we all know them call it them call it something else. But it's CXE, we call it, right?
1: No, all of never happened at all at, in Arden. When I went to third form, um... You know, of course, rebellion continued. And I started skipping school too much. So much so that the 13 subjects, I might say 13 subjects, just regular subjects that I took in Arden, I passed one out of 13. And that's just regular form work. Not CXC, not old levels. We're talking about the normal end of term,
0: midterm exam, normal end of term, term -term midterm
1: exam. Wow. Kevin Gordon passed one. One out of 13. And that continued from form one from from form one right through to farm three and i was farming the fool.
0: and what was your okay the so, so and of what, course
1: our third uh-huh. form my third farm, mr Evans, i can't forget the man called my mom and dad and we went into into the into the principal's office and he sat me down mm-hmm. with them i said mr folks mrs folks i regret to inform you that we cannot keep your son in school wow. like any longer. Yeah. He's not performing and there's Forming nothing we the about it. Forming nothing we can do about it. Um, so this would be his last term. And my entire world at that point in time came crumbling down because all my friends that I had at Arden, I would no longer see them. What so am you, I going to so,
0: do? So, so you were more concerned about your social life? That's yes, my own friends. Being what daddy, are I talking about man rather than the fact that this is shameful. Like, how can I just come? I have a mommy. I have a I have a stepdad who tries his best and I am forming the fool.
1: Yeah, man, I was still I was still in my own world, Terry, at that point in time. There was there's no concern about what mommy or daddy was spending, um, whether or not my future would have been bright. I was living in the moment. And as far as I was concerned, my work. Came down because I would no longer see my friends, the ones who are in the skull school and, and game the mm-hmm. game shop mm-hmm. and, in, in halfway Tree and all them things, and, and hang out in the park. These no friends, I would no longer see them. Why? Because they are not at the same school that I am at if I was ever going to get into a school.
0: Right. No, let me ask you a question before we talk about what, what happened because clearly you're out of Arden now. So, what do you do? But let me ask you a question those friends who were the ones you were most concerned about losing. Did they stay in Arden?
1: Most of them did, yes.
0: Isn't life... Most of them... Look at life! Most of
1: them did. And I want to tell you, a lot of them came out with their sub, with, um, with their O-levels, as well as when um, they went into sixth form and, and completed their A-levels. We
0: said, posanda, yeah. so, I tell you. Looking, but it just, it just occurred to me, because a lot of the times, when we get caught up with people... Sometimes we are the Mm -hmm. ones who lose out. And when you look at the persons you were concerned about, they were studying, they were giving, but they were passing. And so we always have to remind, you know, students who feel like they want to do their own thing. Be very careful who you consider to be your friend, because you might think you and them is the same thing. And really and truly, you're not. So, boom, Mrs. and Mr. Folks realize that, all right, you have one little subject that you pass. It's not even at arms o level. It's one little piece of subject. What What do you do? Where do you go from there?
1: And there, and this is where the story gets um, a little bit more intriguing because the same man that I was fighting with, the same man that I had this contention with, because mm-hmm. he came into my life at six and all, he was coming around slightly. That same man never gave up on me. Never gave up. And though. Everything around my life was kind of coming down and crashing. He still continued to hope and trust, and he went out and started looking for another school. And fortunately for me, he knew somebody at Dunrobin High. Right. So he went to Robin High and he begged and he pleaded. And when they asked, what, you know, for the transcript, oh Lord, Jesus,
0: um, peace. because I said for the I transcript. Mm-hmm. Let
1: me see the transcript. There's no transcript because Kevin Gunn was kicked out of school. Jeez, um. And so they said, listen, I couldn't even do a test. So they gave me a pass, a blind, as they say in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and admitted me in third form. Because I just be as just kicked out the third form in adding to let them try me in third form. I can't put him in, in second form. Right. Away, you know? Right. At that time, I think. You know, I was a little older, so they put me in third form, and of course, now, I started, and, man.
0: And did is- you, and did you say, all right, all right, that the stepdad working really hard, really and truly is by the grace of God, let's be real. Yes, yes. The grace of God why a school decides to not only take me in, but instead of pushing mm-hmm. me back a year, they're going to at least take me at the same third year. There must have been something within you, Kevin, that said, all right, pull up your socks, <laughs> get your act together and stop forming the food because you might get where once, but come on. Right,
1: right, 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 right. No, I will, I'll be honest with you. When I just started out, yes, that was the case. Um, I, You know, and of course, it's a new environment. So you don't know the people around you and mm-hmm. you're trying to kind of get you your, 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 your navigate the waters and see who you need to align yourself with. And you know, I still I still was kind of forming the fool, but it didn't stop. I'll be honest with you, it took me about three months to start the same foolishness again.
0: My then I found word. another
1: friend. I found another friend who continued doing the very same thing. Now I started smoking. Jesus. Um, On top geez. of all of the stuff, I mean, if I'd not already gone through hell with my parents. I know started smoking. You know, and we don't say your head
0: tough. You know, so we don't say your head really and course, tough man. and that you're looking for trouble. So you get to all levels then, because you're now getting, yeah. you, you're, you're now approaching uh, all levels. So like...
1: So I, went I went to like Ford form and man, they gave me five subjects to do. Um, out of the five, I did, I, I got one subject that was what, history.
0: What do you mean? What do yeah,
1: you mean you get one subject? With the five subjects. I was qualified for five. Went and did the O-level in, le- in, 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 in four form. I'm going to get one. One That's subject. What, a, one subject. I got it. you one subject. That's what, what I got. And I came you, out.
0: What do your parents, like, what do you do with one subject? And at that point in time, okay. at that point in time, did you have any ambition? Meaning, you know, did you have any vision, any idea of what you wanted to be? Or as you say, you were just kind of, yo... I live my life you know
1: Terry and when I was a lot younger I wanted to become a pilot by the time I went through Arden and now John Robin I just I, just, I was living day by day you know just experiencing what I experienced you know whatever happened happened whatever come come
0: wow so what there do you t-
1: no plan at point at that point in time
0: so so, so how do you know look at the man who would have begged to get you in to this high school to get you to a level, you now have one subject. So we know, say you can't go a sixth form because I don't know if Don Robin High had a sixth no, form. No, Don Robin High, no,
1: no, they had you, fifth form and then. So yeah, what are you do it, you don't don't
0: want, So what are you tell your What are you tell your mother?
1: Nothing. Uh, but
0: by that time,
1: Terry, um, something something clicked. You know, something was was started clicking. Um, I realized that I'd spent two years came out. I'm now in fourth form. And we had to kind of make a decision. Um, and I had a, a genuine conversation with my dad at the time and my mom. And, you know, I think deep down they recognized that Kevin was just not the, the general. You know, he wasn't the guy who would sit and, and like the geography and, and the chemistry. And, you know, he's not that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give him the Spanish to do. General academics is not him. Right. You know, he was the one who would plug stuff in the wall and, and, and would shock himself ten times and go out there <laughs> and go at the eleven time and shock himself again. Why? Because he was out the current floor. He was the guy who would pull up the radio um you know and, and and may not necessarily know how to fix the radio. Well I was just I about to it.
0: ask if you didn't know how to put them back.
1: All no, the things where no. you pop down. No, not at all. Not at all. I pull up the radio I pull up his watch. So they recognized over time that, that was Kevin. And, and, you know, I think over a period of time, they, they, they realized that you, you can't just put Kevin in a regular...
0: Traditional.
1: Kitchen, the trim- traditional the type of education. Mm-hmm. And get excellence out of him. It wouldn't work. So they said, you know, I think at that point, my dad, again, loved the man now. I love him to peace Yeah,
0: him. man, I hear you start to call him dad. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, love him.
1: Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. folks love you. So I, I went now... To him, and we had a conversation. He said, no, let me let me try again.
0: Jesus. Can you imagine? Where does let he go now? Again. Wow. So he said, I know somebody else. I don't know how he knows so much people. Because <laughs> he's a good man. You said he was a good man. You see, you very said he good was man. a good man.
1: Very, very good man. Very good man. My mom could not have chosen better. I'll be nice. honest with you.
0: That's nice. Could not have chosen him. better. So, know so
1: somebody. he decided, went to, he went to Dunoon Technical, Carly Road. Mm-hmm. And he went down there and he, he spoke to someone and um, had a conversation with him. I said, our I son, I want you to give him a shot. A good young man. I think this time around, this will work for him. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Dunoon and um, looked at the environment. Massive school. Um, that's where Nandilo went, by the way.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. And yes, this is yes. very hands-on. This school. is a very hands-on Very hands-on. hands-on. Very hands-on. You know,
1: and so I went and I looked at their lab, their electrical lab. Mm-hmm. They had wires, the wires that I used to plug in the wall. <laughs> they so have those no, wires
0: hanging all over the place. So no, On the you, board, were like, you were excited. You're excited. I get I yes. get a feel and excitement. And what yeah, was your attitude I, now? I saw I saw purpose. Mm-hmm. I
1: saw I saw purpose coming together. Um, as if my life was now coming to a place where, you know, it, it, the, the fulfillment of a dream. It made of a, sense. Of a, of a coming together. Yes, something clicked. You know, that aha uh-huh. moment what
0: happened. So then talk I'm, to me now about the attitude. So now you, you look around and you realize, wait, I feel like I'm at home. It has actually sparked a dream inside of you that you actually just admitted a while ago. You never have. No dream, no ambition, no, no vision. Ah, exactly. But now exactly. this purpose exactly. kind of clicked. So how was exactly. that reflected in your behavior as a student at Donu?
1: A complete one eighty, complete hmm. one eighty. When I went in, the first thing um, my teacher did was give give an orientation of the of the environment of what we're going to be doing this subject. Then I saw. Uh, I saw electrical um, engineering, computer mm-hmm. science, and they had electrical engineering one and two. They had technical drawing. Mm-hmm. I was able to use my T-square. They don't use T-square anymore.
0: So basically, you
1: stop. you asking about, man, I did four subjects in the first year that I went to Dunoon, and I got all four. Wow. All four subjects, to the point where the physics teacher, something happened to him in the last semester mm-hmm. of my first year. And he was no longer there. And of course, we had to continue and if I needed to get my subject, I had to find another teacher. A teacher volunteered after school. I found myself in the class, the first one in the class at 2 o'clock when class finished. I was right there from 2 until 4 o'clock. But as you said, it was a 180.
0: You said it was a 180.
1: 180 degree, man. So this
0: means that out of all of the institutions that you passed through or you had a, uh, you had the opportunity of being educated at, you would say that Dono Technical is really the one that, that lit your fire.
1: For me, hands down. Hands down it was Donald.
0: And you said he even God, became competitive. Yeah, and you, you said what? he even became competitive about, you know, getting your yes, grades man. and being top and and and, and, and really outdoing the that. There
1: were th- three or four persons in the class, Terry, that competed for the three top positions, one, two, and three. Yeah. And I was either number one, number Nine. two, uh, Number three, what not number four
0: (laughs) Nice And so we
1: competed Now I started finding friends Friends who were striving for excellence Aligned Friends who wanted to go somewhere Divine alignment started happening, man I found some guys who you know they were the brightest in maths and I wasn't as bright in maths I started to kind of link with them but they weren't as bright in computer science I was probably the best in computer science so I started they started exchange linking with me. so this is an the exchange mm. they started to teach me maths I started teaching them computer science and there's another one started teaching us electrical engineering and we formed a little club around us and every day after class we used to study together we were known as the, geeky, the geek squad you know because yes. <laughs> the after class no, after class, you know, we are not into the girls, and you know, not that we don't like, we don't like girls, and it's called to call us
0: boardman, boardman, boardman. No girls,
1: no. that's and we, we never cared, Tell me We never cared.
0: You were on a mission. You were on a you mission. were on a
1: mission. We knew. I knew. I had two years. Hmm. Fourth form and fifth
0: form. I could not form the fool again, and you would I have been older. Out You would have been older than everyone. So right now... I graduated at 19. Ooh. But you graduated with subjects. I graduated with seven subjects. Nice. So then talk to me now. So you find your purpose, you find your spark, you find the right people, you are aligned and clearly you are realizing that there's so much potential that you had that a part of it was locked away because maybe as you rightfully said, the institution, the traditional way of teaching just wasn't for you, and it was compounded and coupled with the fact that you had a lot of resentment for this new right. man, who although he was helping you come and take over your life, take away your mother, you know, there's a fight for Spain, <laughs> right, and right. you are no longer the man of the house. Of the house. So you get your grades now. So then, where do we go now that we have vision, now that we have this energy and this purpose? Where do you straight, decide to go?
1: Straight, straight to college of arts, science, and technology at the time, which, so is U-tech. which is, is UTEC, <laughs> which is UTEC,
0: which is not UTEC, formerly Cast. Yeah.
1: So of course, you know, every, they put all their monies together, and now Kevin is going to go to college. Yeah, Because boy. the dream, the, everything that we have worked so hard all these years, is not coming to fruition. And he's going to go. And so I got enrolled in engineering. I got through for engineering. Awesome. I started my first year. And man, I started to plug away in the first couple um, months. And everything was golden. And, you know, getting my 80s and my
0: 90s. Um, December was great. And then January came. In the name of Jesus, Kevin, what did you do or what didn't you do? And then January came.
1: And then February came. And then March. And found friends again, Terry.
0: By, by the way, you do you did a terrible job at finding good friends. <laughs> like... I know
1: that much. I know that. I can't argue at all. I found some really, really, really bad friends. Um, and so I had some influences at that point in time. And, you know, so, and, you know funny of these guys that I was friends with, they came through college, got their degree. And, and went on. And, and, we have, and some of them are still kept in touch with. Um, you never learned. You, you never learned the lesson
0: from high school. I did not learn. Tough. Kevin, you head tough.
1: I yeah, but I, so I started to follow the friends, and they were doing things, but they were studying, you know. But I got so distracted with what. Um, they were telling me and what I was supposed to be doing because, you know, I heard the story, you know, your board man back then and, you know, no girl. And all of a sudden, I'm like, but, well, you know, but one of them thing, they're really true. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's, probably t- it's probably time coming 19 now, you know, my 20 this year, you know. Yeah, out, you know, I should must step out. It's time for me to step out. I'm a man now. Hey, Hey. You know, so of course. I, I went out and started doing it. didn't work out at all because I dropped out in, in the first year. Jesus. Got kicked out
0: of school again. Again. Kevin, at this point in time, Kevin, at this point in time, like, how you really feel? Like, do you feel now like you're a failure? Or do you understand, you know, you could have controlled this, but you're doing foolishness? Or are you now saying, boy, this does not look like it's going to work out?
1: At that point in time, a, a little bit of both happened. Mm. When I felt that um, I failed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed my parents who had kind of struggled hard to get me to that point. Um, I was no longer as resentful of the man mm-hmm. because I recognized how you know how much he had struggled to get me to, up to that point. And never nobody gave would up. Have stuck, no, nobody would have stuck with me through Arden and Robin and Dunnoon to get me to UTEC and paid for the first year for me to fail again. That away. But I was a little bit more mature, of course. So I recognize that, you know, <laughs> now I have to kind of figure myself out.
0: Well, no, and I so, may ask you, because now I'm going to say, no. what are you going to tell your parents now? You're going to tell them to beg for you to get into another college or another, you like, no? like, what, so what's the next move? Terry, I was on my own. And I remember the candid conversation. Well, you're on your own now. I've done all that I can do. You need to find a work. Find a R-E-R-K. Yeah, go find a work. How did that make so, you I'm, feel?
1: So, that my dreams that I had developed in the noon. Those visions and, and the, you know, the, 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 what I thought I would have become, mm-hmm. no longer were relevant. And what made it worse, Terry, let me tell you what made it worse. That my cousin and I went through a similar um, educational experience. We right. graduated at the same time. right. He went to JC. I went to Arden. Mm-hmm. I got kicked out in third form. He continued on to fifth form. Mm-hmm. When I went to Don Robin, he went to sixth form. When I got when I left Don Robin, I went to Donune. He went. Uh, um, he came out of sixth form. I went into college. When I came out of Donune, I went to college. He was already starting his masters. Mm-hmm. And so I had someone already mm-hmm. setting a trend, going ahead, doing what he needs to do. And here I am, farming the fool, and get kicked out again. In class
0: what does at 19 at and 19. my cousin is going
1: on to finish up his degree
0: right so, in, so when you start to look and you start to compare naturally you're gonna feel like yeah, man. yeah i'm a failure yeah, man.
1: i felt i felt i felt really bad so you when know, you, you feel crappy
0: you said you feel crappy so you are now yeah, into the workforce and i want to know and i mean this this is important because you have a lot of students even now who are trying to now transition, those who would have made it through school, those who have not made it through school, and now there is the ominous threat of work. Mm. One, did you think you had any skills or ability (laughs) to get at work, much less knowing or identifying the type of work you wanted to do?
1: Yes. Um, So there is a job posting that was... Um, that was that was posted for uh, installation and electronics engineer mm-hmm. at a company called Telecom Electrics um, and that job requires persons to have at least some engineering or should say, installation and a little bit of electrical and electronic training I did electronics in Donun
0: so you're saying to yourself when you see that ad that boy this look like something making that a was food. me that was me Nice. So you I
1: went to the interview. Mm-hmm. I went in again. I gave, I gave them what I thought was our resume at the time. Somebody helped me write it. I would have
0: loved I to see it. that resume. It's mostly it only don't technical you put on that piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, man, seven
1: subjects. That's all I had. <laughs> I couldn't tell anybody. <laughs> and when he asked. Um, so you graduated at nineteen. You went to college of uh, science and technology. So why did you stop? <laughs> I don't no answer for that. Jeez. You know when well, I need to take a break. You know uh, I just wanted to work. You have no experience. Work, work. experience. No kind of story. I need some work experience. You know I no all kind of story. So the guy at the time, I remember this director at the time. He said to me, the director, technology, said, draw um a a a four-way it was a a, a power supply so mm-hmm. draw the power supply for me kevin and and show me how it works and i want to draw the filters in the power supply so you're going to take ac 120 um you're going to convert it down to 12 volts and you're going to take that 12 volts and filter the 12 volts and then you're going to modify and, and, and yeah, this and, was and your interview how, come out. that was my interview
0: you mash it up don't you, kevin the,
1: the man the man wasn't playing.
0: The you man mash it was up. not playing. You I mean, mash I mean, it up,
1: a, don't back, it? Back then you never Why oh, you a talking me? to get me a piece of paper. Give me and give me a me me pen. <laughs> give me a pen. So you mash up yeah, the man, I you love it. Man. You yeah, man, I, yeah man. When I finish man, the guy says, All right. Come back next week. You have a job.
0: How much will you pay, yeah, Kevin? Yeah. You know I like to ask persons, how much will you pay?
1: Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred US? <laughs> yeah man, I wish. <laughs> I wish. 800 Jamaican dollars every week so I got 1600 dollars every two weeks and I tell you I loved it because I had no money coming in I remember now my you dad was fine rich. at work and you thought yeah, you yeah, were fine rich. work yeah man you talking about man. so of course I lived the life you know um at the time I couldn't you know, I took there had their there had some box lunches and mm-hmm. the box lunch was a little, you know, a little expensive at the time it was thirty-five dollar and fifty dollar for box well, lunch at the, the time. 50,
0: the fifty dollar lunch was expensive at the time. Very
1: expensive. So <laughs> by the thirty-five dollar lunch. No, the, the fifty dollar lunch was a, a small, we call a small we call a small box now. Yeah. Not the large box, the right. big one with a separate p spaces for the for the meat and separate space for the rice and separate space for the vegetable. No. <laughs> the fifty dollar box lunch a single box. That you could put meat on one side and rice on
2: the
1: other. Wow. The the $35 one was a smaller box. And that's the one you could four, afford. So four inches, four to five inches. Mercy. Uh, round and round, right? And you put the rice first and you you, you put the meat on top of it.
0: And <laughs> close the box. So on to the vegetables. You never get no
1: vegetables. The vegetable vegetable couldn't hold. <laughs> you know that space. So I had to I had to find my way. Now that I've made a mess of things. Mm-hmm. I had to find my way through. Um, save up as much as I could save because now I have to pay rent. I have my Yeah, my parents. Yeah, man, my parents, yeah, right. man. Okay,
0: responsibility.
1: Kevin, the, house, the house that I am in, I leave that to you, but you have to pay the rent.
0: Kevin, do 20, I even 20, ask you how much the rent was? Because I try to calculate, you get $800 a week. 25, it was $2,500 a month. And that was...
1: And I had to pay my grandfather.
0: Kevin, but you never have no money for no box food then. Eh? Not even a $35 box food. You never did for hungry. So, never <laughs> have a juggle.
1: Me have a juggle. Here we tell you, I got $3,600. $3,600 a month. After that $2,500 went to my grandfather, I had to learn responsibility. I made a mess of my life. So I had to pay him $2,500 for the rent. Pay your- it was a two-bedroom house at the time. And way. I had to know find a way to pay the um the water because we were shared water. I had to find a way to pay my light bill and keep the light bill down. Um and 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 also I started to I started to hustle. Well, I was so just I about to ask you. Know, yeah.
0: I was just about to ask you know. So what were you doing that allowed you? Of course, naturally, what you were doing in your job. And because you said you start, you had to find a way. I'm like, mm. all right, talk to me about becoming creative. And as we would say, you know, being that hustler, how did you how did you start making more money? Yeah, man.
1: So when I went when I went to um to, to that job, that taught me how to fix. They they, they, they kind of enhance some of the learning I had from Donut, How to fix now the radio, not just pull it up and down, put it back together, but actually how to put it back together. And fix it, right? <laughs> yeah, man. And then they they used to, they used to bring some of the guys. To, Bring their TVs from them from from where they were and fix those TVs and you saw the guys working on the TV um, and how to fix those TVs and some of them have some of course they have some big circuits with them. And, um, if you're not careful, you can get shocked with all mm-hmm. time CRT TVs. And so I learned to fix TVs, fix the radios, um, you name it, I could. And fix you them. were assimilating. Me, I fix them I'm and fun. You oh and Lord, it sounds man. to oh me Lord. though,
0: it sounds to me that you got the job. And instead of you just kind of, you know, loafing and doing the same, you know, the same sort of attitude, what you actually did was you optimized and you maximized with the opportunity that was given you because it sounds to me like you were literally absorbing everything and learning everything, everything on the job. Everything
1: they everything they threw at me as a sponge.
0: Mm.
1: I was a sponge. Everything they threw at me, they asked me to, and at one point in time, they started me out on fixing two-way radios. I had the, the magnifying glass and I had to put on, you know, little spectacles to look down on the circuits because it was so small. I used tweezers to pull up the, um, the, the, the little transistors there. Mm-hmm. And then they transitioned me to installation. So I started to fix, um, to install stuff in cars. And nice. then all of a sudden, I see the guys going on the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where are them guys going? Oh, them going to Spur Tree. Them going up to Ballast Bay, Ballast Hill. They're going up to... um. So Mantiga be there. I'm like, what? And we can come out. There. So so how I get on that, on the on the, on the, on the truck. Right. To so go out there too. They say, well, yeah, you know, I have to learn how to climb tower. You don't to climb tower. We don't have any installers to go on the tower. am say,
0: yeah, man. And course. this time you don't even on know on the what the tower looks like. You don't know how high the tower is. I but don't, <laughs> I, I have never climbed the highest I
1: have climbed, Terry, is on the roof when I tried to <laughs> play Superman. Because <laughs> I want to be a pilot. I'm a jump out. That's the highest I ever climbed. <laughs> That's how far have ever gone?
0: But so you're no, excited I'm and you want not won't sure. go out on the road. So you say, yeah, you're yeah, to climb tower. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, Kevin. The first trip they came, went was per Tree Hill. Man. It was 300
1: feet high. When I look at that tower, man, I couldn't see the top of the tower. I couldn't see it. And then I did not know how to dress as a climber. I didn't know at the time. So... You know, a church boy, you know, so I grew up in church and so the clothes that I wore was, you know, regular church clothes, you know, I you church shoes and, and your church pants and the church shoes. That was the part was That's right. the
0: shiny, the we're talking shoes, about the shiny shoes. Shiny
1: shoes. shoes. <laughs> and the bottom was soft. And for those people who know about towers, when you climb the tower, you have these spikes. They climb on our ladders. that you are climbing, and they are hard as nail. When you put your foot on them, your foot curves <laughs> over them, back and front, and you're walking up now with a rope belt, and sometimes you're walking up with equipment tied to you. And as it climbs 300 feet, the higher you go, is the heavier it gets. And so I am climbing up. Now, for the first time, trying to overcome the fear of height. Because I've never gone this high before. So by the time you reach 30 feet, and you, know, you feel like you're about to you're about to die off this tower. And my bottom of my foot start hurting me. And I can't let go. <laughs> I can't take off my foot off of the tower. So it pained me all the way up to 150 feet. By the time no, the man said, all right, tie off, said Kevin. Put your belts around the tower. And just relax. I'm like, move on to my foot. I'm like, you walk with the wrong shoes. Wow And that's just at 150 Yeah And I was going I had to go three, Another 150 feet up But you did it and But I you continued. did it I continued And eventually I started becoming A little bit more regular I started going out And climbing the tower By that time now Kevin Garden learned lesson. I got what you call a hard boot uh-huh. with steel toes. And so the bottom of the, sh- the sole is very hard. So when you're climbing the tower, you feel like you're walking in here. And S- inside was n- light and soft. So right you're toes. getting better. Right so you yes, are. Man. So
0: you might have started off with your little radios, but what you decided to do was you, you you got better at each thing and you were excited to learn more. And so it took you through nice the radios, to the TVs, to the installation, to the climbing of the towers. And you're now, you're hustling too. Because That's people correct. coming to you and saying, Yo, Maverick TV, you can fix it, Mavalika Radio, you can so you now realize that you can make money outside of your your nine to five. That is correct. That is Where, correct. So do you stay with um this this tele, tele you said telecom electrics? Telecom
1: telecom electrics. Not at all. So I saw I posted for um Jamaica telephone company at the time and something clicked. And J- J- I Jamaica I
0: telephone company
1: is is, is what company. we call what today. It is cable and wireless. Cable today. and wireless. Okay. Right, right. Right. Oh, sorry. It is actually flow now flow. today. And so they advertise for, um, for an an installation, um, insulation. Technician. And by the
0: way, this is still you with just seven subjects. There's seven subjects. Oh, that just me, me. seven
1: subjects. No, okay. I had, you know, at least two years experience working and doing some stuff. So awesome. I applied and I went down to the training center that was at Camp Road, That's where Bert's is now. Mm-hmm. I said, what is that color? I said, that's gray and white. What's that color? <laughs> that's blue and white. What's that color? I said, that's orange and white. Yeah. And there's another one that's brown and white. So we finished that conversation. That went well. And they said, you have an interview. Yeah, now.
0: because you guys you have, have to imagine. go and manage. tie up people wires, I, I imagine, and circuits. Yeah. So have to make sure that we're oh, not no, blind because then that things go south. That is that I never important. thought about it. I actually never... That is I, important. Got you. So you do the interview for Jamaica Telephone That's, Company. Yeah, and
1: man. So, so they, they took me up now to Dominica Drive um, to the manager's office and I sat in the office. I said, Mr. Gordon, I'm looking at your resume. Um, your resume looks impressive. Um, so talk to me. I see you do... You climb towers where you also install um, equipment and you fix radios. Mr. Gordon... We have three departments for that. What do you want to do? And I said, hmm, that's a very good question, sir. You don't, be, don't, hold a, stick up in,
0: stick up in. You know mm-hmm. what's very interesting? It's interesting how for many people who get jobs or going for job descriptions and they define their mm-hmm. themselves by the role or the job description and they never look left, they never look right, they're never interested about what is happening around them. They never actually mm-hmm. grow outside of the role that they do. And I find right, it right, amazing right, right. that because you took it upon yourself to be inquisitive and to learn about the other aspects that now you are in a position to choose because you have the was, skill in all of the areas right. you chose to go out and, and learn because you were not just defined by was, how to do a radio. That for me
1: was liberating because until that point in time, I never recognized, I didn't realize that I could have had so much value to a company by just being curious, by trying at least to get involved. Outside in of your areas, scope. Outside of my regular scope. I didn't at all. So when he said, I'm like, wow, okay. I said, okay, fine. Um, if I'll be honest with you, sir, mm-hmm. I really don't want to do the electronics anymore. So I don't want to do that. Scrap well, that department. We're no saying but not at the tower. Kevin, we're no saying not at the tower. I said the tower work was too tough every time every time i go up there i have to you, you almost have to psych yourself up to go up to the tower to climb it um put me in installation. he said okay fine well i'm glad you chose that department um because we need some installers we're short Fantastic. on installers so i'm going to give you i'm going to give you a shot mr gordon um start next week monday i'm like
0: yes how <laughs> much is the pay kevin you know some asked. ask how much is the pay we're not from
1: yeah, what is it, Jefferson. I'm moving on up <laughs> to the <east. laughs> So I moved from $3,600 to $13,000 a month. Man, when I got that monetary. Oh, you're rich. You couldn't talk you to me. Me walk like me walk on cloud nine. The first day I saw this, because they, they pay you in a check. Here's the check. I'm at the check. I'm like, zero. You see so the 13. zeros, man. You see so the zero, huh? zero,
0: zero, zero. Gross, gross
1: pay $13,000. Net 11,
0: What wow, me, <laughs> me rich, So tell me no. you start by the $50 wow. box food? No man, 50, wait up man, Burger King no man. <laughs> man step up in a life.
1: Man. man step up in a life man, Burger King all the way. May I tell you man, the first thing I did when I came out of the, out of the bank in a half a tree when I changed up, I changed $11,000 cash and I put that in my pocket. So I'm rich now, I can pay Nobody my could talk pay to you. Rest. You can't talk. I walk straight to Burger King man. pass Tasty's because Tasty's are good enough. <laughs> I, and and Tasty's nice. No, no no, 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 problem there. But I walk straight to Burger King I could not afford the Burger King at the time. So I walk wow. straight to Burger King and they give me a big fish. Big fish with with um, with large juice, um, water coke, and, and, and give me some large fries. And I sit with man and I'm a,
0: cut my tin and yeah, have on,
1: big shots in the place. Blows
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this. Did you apply the same sort of attitude that you had when you were at Telecom Electrics where yeah you are an installer, but were you now again absorbing outside of your scope? Give me a little bit of 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 what you were experiencing now at JTC? In
1: initial stages, in, yes, initial stages I started out. Again and Got a little comfortable, I'll be honest with you, in my first couple of years mm-hmm. there. Very comfortable, um, you know, kind of nonchalant, doing what I needed to do, but it was regular, very regular. Um, but something happened in my in the eighth year mm-hmm. uh, of, the, of, you know, of me being there. And one, I think, was for me, um, you know, I kind of completely just said, you know, enough was enough. Uh, I'm not doing this anymore anymore. Um, I had a kind of come to Jesus moment. Literally. Yes, yes. You know, I and I said, you know, I'm not doing this life anymore. I'm...
0: So you're saying as you were, you know, working year after year after year at the Jamaica Telephone Company, I mean, clearly you're handling more money. Clearly. Yes. I'm sure you're seeing got, other persons around you yeah, with man. cars and so you probably... Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, man. So, so I got myself hyped. my first car. You did My hype. first car was a Toyota. by my that same man, I tell you, of him to pieces. Um... He, he had a car, a Toyota Corolla. Your stepdad. That, um, messed, yeah, he had a <laughs> Toyota Corolla. And um, somebody else wanted it. He was stolen. They found it at the police station. The police police found it and they took it there. And somebody wanted to buy it. And he said, no, I'm giving it to my son. It was really, it was a mess at the time. I, he said, Kevin, here's the first car. And I spent a full year fixing up that one car.
0: I'm sure with that car, you got a lot of attention. Let's be real. Oh, Lord, a little, a little too much
1: attention, Terry.
0: Too much. So at eight, so in your so in your eighth a year, you 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 go okay. This fast life, this fast life, making money.
1: It was not for me, you know, mm. because I moved from one car bought another car, and that car you no know, had air condition. Not just the tires; the tire, so they didn't have air conditioning. you had the wind on the window. So you know, <laughs> you, you know, some people some people would drive with you, some people wouldn't drive with you, especially in the rainfall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't even have a blow in the car. So it was in, that was enough. I'd already done all I think I should be doing. And I recognized I was just kind of going around in a circle, spinning Mm -hmm. in a circle. I wasn't getting anywhere. I wasn't getting anywhere fast. So I had to change my approach Mm -hmm. to life. And so I had a come to Jesus moment, literally walking on the road. And I said, no, Kevin, this is not it. Mm -hmm. This is not it at all. So I went to my pastor. I said, I'm done. I'm giving my life back to the Lord. I'm done with this kind of life. Wherever the Lord wants me to go, I'll go. And I, I started following the Lord from there. Um, but at that point in time, I decided to change how I approached my my my, my work. Mm-hmm. So,
0: in know, what way? I, Tell me.
1: So, so, when, so back then, they would give you what we call a job description, a job spec. Mm-hmm. Um, and that job spec would give you the amount of days that you would need to complete the job. So let's say it's five days. Right. Right. Um, but then we take all five days. Yeah. So I take five days to the job because it says five days. Um. So if I need to take like three days and then a two day for for myself, I take the three days um to do the job and then two days for myself. Mm-hmm. But the company would pay you for five.
2: Ah, got because you.
1: Because five days is on the spec. Uh, it's on the spec. And so you go out of town. You spend time in a in a hotel or in that time we have a little inn that we sleep or you know or we try back and forth to save the money. Right. Right. So um. So we take our time. If it's a four, if it's a, let's say seven days, we'll probably take six and a half days and I'll take our time, drive back. We're just kind of coasting where I changed my approach. No. I decided that I'm no longer going to do that. So you give me five days, I'll do it in three. Hmm. And if I needed to come back at eight o'clock in night and park the van and take my car and go home, I'm going to do
0: that. Gotcha.
1: So I continue to just this excel.
0: So I you're say saying your work ethics so, as so well. No. Your, your work, work ethics, so went, your credibility, integrity. It went up. It mm. went up.
1: And so that was back in nineteen ninety seven. So by nineteen ninety-eight now, I knew I needed to go to school. So Well, I was going to ask time,
0: you no, know, you I say so wait, we're still with the seven subjects. Yeah, man, we we're still with the seven subjects. Okay. So at that
1: point in time I started to I recognized that I needed to do much more than I was doing now. So I so so let's let's revisit the, the failure of my of my my, my years of, of the of the life I had. Let's mm-hmm. revisit that time and see, you know, if something can be made after that. I went to college and I did the entry level exam. And Terry, I thought, man, I'm going now go with God. I'm going with angels behind me. But
0: This is the entry level to get into what? To entry what?
1: level to go in to get into class to get our UTEC at the time to do what we call um, computer science. It was a diploma program.
0: Right, a because you got because program. you you got into engineering the first time and you. Yes,
1: go, I got in. You, you I got, got in in out, 1993 and got kicked out. So now you're thinking... I, I'm, back in 2000, I'm back in 1997. Right. 98, sorry. Thinking that
0: hey. Right. Because now, not only did you know you, you could have got in because you've done it before, mm-hmm. but you now come with vast experience over of a course. period of, of years. So then this right. level really should be... It up. A big deal. Must it, mash it up.
1: So you mash I it up. I feel like... A, no, I failed. Uh-oh. I feel So I feel math. Going in, failed math. Past English and all the others, I feel mad. And Terry, that thing crushed me. It crushed me. And so I came out of the college, wow. and this, the, the teacher said, You know, there's nothing I can do about this, Kevin. I really feel your pain. I remember her, you know, kind of hugging me and said, Don't worry, man, you feel better. You know, you, you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. Um, so I came out and I walked all the way down to half a tree. And I was crushed. I was really crushed. Um, and I was crying all the way there. I'm like, Lord, you know, what's happening here? Why is this happening to me No,
0: Right. You know, I'm kind in like,
1: my life I and right,
0: doing the right and, things. Right. And you felt this new urge and this purpose. So you of feel course. purpose-driven. So you're like, clearly, of if not when bring it this far to have you fail. Of course. I
1: think, I, I think as much that we, you know, we're going we're gonna go to go to, to UTEC. I'm going to breeze through the exam or mash it up. And I did prepare as much as I could. Um, you know, based on what I saw. Anyway, I failed. Anyway, Jeez. it took me a couple of months to kind of get over it, because um, I'd already decided in my mind and, you know, planned out my future and what I thought I would have become based on me going through and getting my, you know, my company. Yeah,
0: doesn't life have a way of just taking whatever Can you, you thought you had planned and just slapping in your face? Slapping you into imagine? reality? Boy. Can you imagine? So what happens? You know, so,
1: so after a while, I decided to continue what I was doing, so I continued working. I did what I needed to do. Um, at that point in time, um, then I decided just continue working, and I was working, 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 continue doing. You know, three days if it's a five-day job, getting working five days, ten day job, and just pushing, 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 to the point where some of my friends say "Kevin, what are you doing? You know, you're trying, you're trying to just show us up. Mm. You know, because everybody's doing the regular, but you are doing five days. You are doing mm-hmm. three days. If it's a three-day job, I do one day. I come back." Mm-hmm. you know anyway so one day a friend of mine passed the workshop and I, I i mean it's a long time i don't see the guy long time i said i said what well, go on my way up to i said why well, yeah, i've been i've been studying you know i said studying studying where i said studying up by uh by UTEC, man um, i just finished my degree and you know like what you just finished so how you how you get time off to go study right. i said yeah, man we get a scholarship man I said, scholarship from who? He <laughs> the same company you and I are working for. I said, no, man, step inside and give me the details. Give me the details. And so he gave me the details of how I should apply, the forms I should re- request. And I got all the details and I started the application process. They gave me a preliminary approval. I said, no, you need to go to your head of department and get final approval for you to get this scholarship.
0: That is a defining moment. Um, And not just the fact that you went for the scholarship, because that's that's secondary. The primary thing is that that gentleman who you hadn't seen in a very long time passed you at a particular time.
1: And and you
0: happened to ask what's going on. And not just that, but that he gave you details. And I will always say this, and I will always plug this. It does not take away from you to share information. Especially right. if it is information that you have benefited from, you understand. And the, the, when he stepped into that room with you, and he decided to download information by saying, "See the thing here, sit the farm here, this way, do. this is how you can sort out this." What he did was it was a defining moment to give you clarity.
1: That's correct. That's correct. And it is it and- is a
0: it is a part of your your story that I think. Uh, and all of us. That for most of us, whenever we got clarity and we were elevated at another level, it was usually because there was somebody who downloaded, who shared, who right. opened that door. And That's I think right. that was amazing. But the second thing I have to say is that after he downloaded with you, you still could have said, "Why the scholarship thing, boy? I'm gonna know if me I got." But instead, what you did was you said, "All right, let me go and at least try." and 50% of the persons will not try even when information is downloaded
1: that is correct that is correct that is so correct it's, so, so you so. take action
0: absolutely so even when them say walk by faith not by sight and mm-hmm. you may not have known where this was taking you I keep on telling people don't focus only on faith you have to walk
1: you have to walk. Thank you. Come on. I appreciate
0: it. You have to walk. <laughs> I love so, it. Here it, so, here, so here it is, this guy downloaded on you mm-hmm. and you, honestly, if you never get up and decide for walking it, then you, you would have still been in your office saying, okay, at least now I have the information. So I just thought, you know, without, I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it just hit me. No, that's that fine. Those that is were quite two fine because defining we about. moments. These were two defining moments. So you're going to this um, right. interview and this preliminary and they're saying no. Yeah, man. You have to get your boss. I
1: need to go. My boss is boss boss.
0: Jesus! Not
1: just my boss, because remember, I was a, I was a technician, and a level, a leading technician at the time, and so my supervisor had a superintendent over him, who had a manager over no, him, sir, who had a head of department over him, no sir. And I was asked to go to the head of department, so I had to go to my boss's bosses bosses. Boss.
0: as a technician, as a technician as who wants a, a scholarship for go to
1: UTEC, yes, to go to UTEC. And so I said, How am I going to approach this now, Kevin? And I started to pray and I got a little bit of revelation. And I recognized at the time there are some guys coming from North Till. Um, I know if you're hearing this now, don't blame me. Um, I need a scholarship. <laughs> so I had some guys coming from North Till. and we we're paying them a lot of money at the time, a whole lot of money. To do installations and, and configuration of um, some of the equipment that we had. Right. Um, so we had some transport equipment, North OC1, OC3, and all that. And um, I was in charge of installing, I remember the first OC1 between Monique and I think it was Claremont at the time. Yeah. And um, so I was working there for a couple of days. And all we did at that point was install, not configure. You get the North Hill guys to come and configure. Right. And I watched them. I watched them. I watched them. I watched them. And every time they came, not knowing that this opportunity would have presented itself, I watched them I sat around them all the time, just looking at them, what they're doing, what keystrokes they're using, how they entered the command. And I I'm looking through, okay, ah, I can do some of this, man. And one day, just thought, why not try and do this yourself and present that as an opportunity to your boss's 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 boss <laughs> to say that you will train your, the guys. In you the will workshop. learn it and train him. I will learn it and train him. So I went to him and I said, boss, here is a scholarship. I'd love to go away for three years, full time, with pay, to go and study. And I wanted to sign off and approve it. So he said, why should I do that?
0: How's this going to help? That? Yeah, how's this going to benefit gonna me and my department?
1: very same thing he asked me. How is this going to benefit my department when you come back? Or when you want to watch your I said, listen, well, number one, all the guys that come from Nortel use a computer. I'm going to study computer and data and data and, and programming. So when I come back, I'm going to be extremely relevant to you um, as a, not just a technician, but as a potential engineer as well. Uh, but more than that, to prove to you that I'm worth sending off, I'm going to go and train myself on how to configure the link between Claremont and money. And I'm gonna come back and teach some of the guys how to do the very same. So you Cod can fire So that you can fire them. Fire <laughs> them.
0: If anybody's listening, Bye it was many, and many save, years
1: and, ago. Save, and, save, and save some money. <laughs> save some money. And so I spent my weekends driving to Ochoa, coming back. Went to the training center. Talked to my good friend. um down there. Um, just to help me to understand the manual and I got some manuals a lot of them manuals upon manuals I read through from cover to cover looked at how they, 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 the programming went back down to Claremont opened up logged myself in and tried to configure it failed tried and, again,
0: you, were failed. and it, it. you were doing on this on own your own you were doing this on your own in your own time on my
1: own time <laughs> because remember now you're not paying me to put gas in my car to travel to go to Rotoros that I was you that investing
0: myself. in yourself
1: me that was me doing for me and so I continued doing that. That was earlier in two in nineteen ninety nine, and um, at that point in time, I still had to know apply to UTEC, you know, to, to do the entry exam again. So I need to get get Emma to get in. Um, so of course, I was kind of backed up. You now. so I think this was around January, and so we continued the process. And when I learned it, the process, and it worked. And I went and I trained one of my one of the, one of my friends there, and he said, "Wow." I can do it, Yeah, man, you can do it. Do it, man, do it. And I was excited. Right? I'm not telling him that I want a scholarship. I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, you can do it. I was excited. And he started training everybody else. And then all of a sudden, now the supervisor heard about it. And then I went back to the boss. So I said,
0: I want a scholarship. Approve
1: it. Sign the paper. And he signed it right in front of me, man. Wow. And I lit up like a light bulb. I lit up like a light bulb. And I went to UTEC. And I went there. I did an entry-level exam. The same entry-level exam. But this time, I passed. But more than that, this time I passed for the degree program instead of a diploma. diploma. It was a diploma the year before. And they had just come out with a degree program. The first time they came out with it, computing.
0: That is the entry, and technology. that is when you and that's when you 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 pass the entry. And you see, and, and, yes. and again, this is what excites me, right? And this is what the podcast is about. Because sometimes a door closes on you. Yeah. and you feel crushed and I remember as you rightfully say you walked down halfway a chair and you ball and it took you, you you admitted that it took you months to really get over it but look at how that disappointment and that rejection and that failure literally because you failed the exam yes. gave you time to not only learn the new skill, which is to configure and to do all of these things and to then train. Because even in the training, you showed management skills that maybe you probably wouldn't even have known you had or you wouldn't have honed until That's you correct. were now demanded. It was now demanded of you to train somebody mm-hmm. to the point where the time the time line up so perfectly, divinely perfect, that when Divine you get the approval... You are not going in to do the entry exam at a diploma level, but at a degree level. Come now, man.
1: Degree level. And it was fully paid for by the company. Fully paid. Jeez. Down to the books I got. Paid for by the company. So I went off and did my scholarship um, and continued just excelling. Now, at that point in time, there's no turning back. The Kevin of old was no longer the Kevin again. Amen. So no matter what the distractions were, I was moving along. But well, beyond that, in that year, I found my beautiful wife.
0: Oh yes, to married, be- married for 21 years. So what, what can that, be like her in, you just know, you know, you know, you know, you know, So you just <laughs> the,
1: the year before, you know, we started, ha- you know, I started having a conversation with this lovely young lady at my church. Um, and she was uh, I mean beautiful on the outside, but more beautiful on the inside. Like, yes we started talking to her you, you could you felt you felt warm i felt like purpose was coming together that this was yes. somebody who could not just help me and, mo- and walk along with me but we could we could achieve greatness together and so i felt really comfortable and then you know we've made preparations for our marriage um i asked her father for a hand in marriage yes um, sir year, you did it the, the right the, way the Year the year before and we planned to get married december ni- um, 1999 mm-hmm. the 18th December 1999. And here am I applying for school to get in September
0: 1999. Were well,
1: you trying to do it so I got in. you trying to I do it did, I, I did it. But I did it. And I got into school um, in um, September 1st, um, 1999. Yeah. Um, my first semester, I had the, my, a major exam. I got married. I was planning my wedding and everything. And in that period of time, I realized I didn't have enough money yeah, to Jesus. do what I needed to do. So I took up a, I took up a, a side hustle. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I started selling herbal supplements in a clear plastic bag. I went into um, to and weddings and all. My friend mail balance and all that kind of thing. I spent sixty thousand dollars out of my hundred and twenty thousand dollars for the wedding. Took sixty grand, bought all herbal products. People called me crazy at the time. Yes, because I taken half of my money from a wedding that was coming up in December to invest in a business to sell it off by November. I said by October. And I need to sell all these products and you didn't want to be in debt of my money. You didn't no. want to be in debt, that's the thing. Not at all. Not at all. I you not going to outwork me either. Wow. So if I need to call you ten times, I'm call it ten times. If I need to walk behind you to the bank to, for you to call it the check, as you call it your check, um and, and, and cash your money, I call it my money. I'll do that. So you are planning, problem.
0: so you are working towards your degree and you're also working towards your wife. I mean Yes. This is, this at is the good. same time. At so the then, same time. So then Kevin, on your honeymoon, you know, in a past study for school, how does work? Well, so
1: the funny thing about it, when I got married on the eighteenth of December, that was a Saturday, I had major exams to Tuesday. So we spent one night together in a hotel, yeah, with my, my new wife. I took her to the house that we had just rented, put her there the morning, that was um the Sunday morning, and then Got everything settled, make sure that the bed was okay. And, you know, just, just general things are all right. Make sure we got food for the house and, and all that. And then I drove straight up to UTEC for that night. And I spent the entire night there studying from Sunday night until Monday morning. By the time I came back to the house, she was sleeping because she had to go to work. I dropped her to work or come back to the house and I sleep the whole day. I remember I was on scholarship. Right. Went back and pick her up in the evening. She came back. And then the next morning, back again out to do my exam.
0: And oh, so when theory. I finished
1: the exam, yeah, man, I mashed it up, man. You mash it up, man. Remember, no, at that point in time, I was focused. I was fixed. This nice. for me was a turning point. And then the Tuesday, we actually went down uh, on our honeymoon. Oh,
0: nice! So I
1: left the exam, went for her, picked her up, we popped the bus, and we headed straight out to Oshiri oh, nice. to start our honeymoon.
0: Nice. And then I and... came back
1: on the weekend.
0: And Kevin, let me ask you a question, because you got the scholarship for what was supposed to have been a diploma, but then it ended up I, being a well, degree. I
1: so I, I got the scholarship for a degree program, but it was three years. I had a four-year degree program, so but they ha- only gave me a three-year scholarship.
0: Right. So, you know, I'm going to so, ask you now what, what happened to the final year, because then you, you're no longer being taken care of. So how does that work?
1: The final year, that's another, there, that, 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 there's another twist there. So in the final year, actually in an accident. Oh, no so I met in, I met in an accident coming down um, Hope Road um taxi ran in the back of my car right oh, it's in front a taxi of JC man. Jamaica College gate and I, you know, I broke I broke my le- my left leg um in three places so it was a level three fracture at the time mm-hmm. and you know I was so blessed at the time that a policeman was right in front of JC giving a ticket to somebody when he saw the accident he drove in the jeep um
0: and this is you in we, your final year and this is you in your final year
1: yep Peace. yep that's me in my final year and so of course um when i met the after i was in march um school was still happening so now i was rushed to the hospital um in the hospital for, for a couple of months and of course you know that was another story because they wanted to amputate the leg my mom came in and she said nope you're not amputating the leg you're going to save this leg and i mean i was in so much pain terry that when they said they're going to take it off
0: and you were like it, take you know, it,
1: it I'm like, go, go, take just take it. it. Wow. And my mom said, not a chance. It is not happening. Save the leg. And so they they, they, they they pulled the leg apart and I saw stars, the amount of pain I was in. And they put it back together and they wrap it. They did an ultrasound and they said, I found a faint pulse. Mr. God, we'll have to do that again. Whole moment. And they held me down, foot and hand and everybody all head. And man, when they pull a the leg again, I scream and I've never heard, I've never felt so much pain in my life. I scream, I screech. And my wife said she heard it outside, my mother heard it and then they put it back together again. And they did what they needed to do. They found a pulse and the next day they did the surgery. But when they did the surgery, Terry, because I was, uh, my seatbelt had already kind of slightly damaged the lungs. Yes. I was pitting, you know, coughing up blood and everything. So they said they couldn't put me on them. I couldn't go on a full, um, you know. So
0: you were awake while everything was happening.
1: I was fully awake when they were doing the surgery to repair the leg.
0: It's interesting interesting how quickly life can just change like that. Bam.
1: Quickly turn. And so when I went to the, when I came out, when I was in the hospital, the, I was, my legs were elevated, um, extended, Then I started thinking about my studies and all the stuff that I was doing. I'm like, but Kevin, how are you going to manage with all of this? But then my friends started coming over. Hmm. Listen, one by one. These are the good friends? Because I'm I'm
0: assuming you have good good friends. friends. Yeah, man.
1: At that point in time, I had no bad friends.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: Um, And so they came over with all my the books and everything. And they took the notes and some people photocopied the notes. And I was in the bed with my notes studying and, re- and reading and making my own notes in the bed with my leg elevated. When I came out of the hospital, I went back home, did for the same thing, elevate my legs, but I had my books and I was studying and reading, getting all that I needed to get. But I knew I, I, I could not, you know, I couldn't do the final exam. So I got myself a car, a smaller, uh, a smaller car, and a 1000cc engine. Mm-hmm. I drove myself up to UTEC and I had, a, I had to negotiate, you know, at the time I said, listen, um, I want to do the exam said you've missed a lot of the semester kevin there's no way you would you do the exam i said i need to do the exam um he said you you can reset the year you know there, there's no shame everybody knew that you know you had an accident I said, it was no, not because not of
0: academic right i'm not, no, they're, they're, not trying to, they're trying to convince you that I'm, it's not academic so you don't have to be ashamed exactly. because of a physical accident i had
1: already gone through too much kicked out the ad and um got kicked out in, in 93 in UTEC, you know it made a mess in done i'm like i'm not repeating i was determined not to repeat as so i said listen give me an opportunity to do all the exams for the finals in the reset in august
0: and you're recovering me, and you're still recovering
1: three months i'm still recovering i will do the exam i'll pass it they're like kevin if you don't pass this it's going to be recorded as a failure on your transcript and you're you're resitting because of. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm going, I'm resitting. I'm going okay. to do it in the reset exam. So they gave me after my exam, my first exams in the reset. And I remember when I drove up to UTEC at the time, Terry. My my leg was on the chair. And at the time, I was still recovering, still going to the doctors and they're pulling off the wrap. And at that point, I'll be honest, it's a little gross, but it was bleeding at the time.
0: Wow. Wow. So you have your leg, you get to the people, them parking lot, I would um, I would imagine. Parking
1: lot. I took up my, cr- my crutches. I had my bag with my books. I started walking three flights of stairs to go do my exam. But I was determined that I'm going to get to the third floor. I'm going to get to the exam room, but I'm going to take it one step at a time. And I continue to focus. And eventually, some of my friends saw me um, and they came and they took my bag. They took the books and they walked upstairs. They found my desk. They put it there. But I had to continue on by myself one step at a time until I got up. I got there. I did the exam. By God's grace, I passed every single one with honors. Look at that. Look at
0: that. Look at that.
1: God, so degree.
0: so this is the guy who if you probably had asked any teacher who had interacted with you in Arden or who had interacted with you in um Don Robin High they probably would have said waste of time would ne- will never waste time. would never have accomplished this never come to anything. and and now years never. later which I, which I think is also very important to to pick out and to showcase is the fact that you know sometimes the race is not about what everybody else is doing but the fact that even though you had done eight years at, at, at um, JTC and you were doing, you had packed on years, it still was not late. Your time was not no. over for you to no. go back and get that accomplishment. And I think even that is a lesson for us that sometimes it may not work out early for us. Because maybe we're late bloomers and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, right. so That's you, correct. So you get your honors, sir. I got
1: my, I got my honors degree. And I went back to Cape Down Wireless. Of course, I couldn't drive the stick shifts anymore right. because my left leg was still broken. You're I was right. transferred temporarily to the engineering department and they gave me a job to... Um, put stuff in Excel documents, and I'm like, What can kind I of Excel engineering this? That's what we used to call it Excel engineering. Oh but I continue to do it diligently. But Eventually, how, did that, but how did that
0: affect you, though, Kevin? Because you have been somebody who you're accustomed, you know, you did your tours and you're accustomed to go out on the road and you install and you configure and you drive. You are That's that correct. type of person. So here it is. Here it is. You've gotten the accomplishment, you've gotten the honors, but now you go back to the job in a very different capacity because no you have to take a desk job and there's nothing wrong with desk job but I'm talking about you and your personality
1: it, it was not my personality and all, your scope, at saw point in time
0: right and your scope is now putting in things in an Excel how did you in Excel how did you transition and how did you so handle my, that process
1: so the shift the shift for me came when I recognized one there I've moved myself I was moved into an engineering department but but before that I had prayed mm-hmm. and I had asked the Lord I said Lord I want, when I come out of UTEC, I want to be moved out of this department into another department. I want a promotion. That's what I prayed. Hmm. And I asked the Lord, that earnestness said, God, that's what I want. And I broke my leg.
0: Because you would have done being a technician. You wanted to move from yeah. a technician now to a bigger exactly.
1: level. I want, to, I want to grow. I want to grow. So I came out, and I was transferred there, and I said, listen, I don't like the job. It is not what I want to do. But I'm going to honor God I'm gonna honor the people that brought me here with everything I do. So it's not what I want. It is not my idea. But let me continue to work.
0: Hold on. Can I just can I just interject? If you go to my website right now, Terekarell.com, I have on a page of mine, if you don't honor the small rules how can you honor Mm. the big ones? Exactly. Or in other words, I probably have mm. honor the small roles. Mm. Because if you can honor the small roles, yes. I promise you, you will honor the yes. big ones. Too exactly. much of us want a big role.
1: The big, exactly. I mean, no, we, we can't we, 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 honor we, the little ones. We scoff at the small things. Jeez. We look down at the small the small jobs that we're getting. Goosebumps. And so I said, okay, fine. It's X, you know, I want to be excellent in this. So let me be excellent as an Excel engineer. Hi. <laughs> and so I continued. So they, they sent me on the site to find um you know spare spare units and i mean just some little things and i came back with information on a piece of paper and i looked in the excel and i put it in and i, I learned how to do excel there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and i started to master excel uh, to, to to a lot of a lot of engineers now started give me a lot more excel engineering and then but in that i was learning how the circuits were connecting so in that Excel document, they had all the circuits for cable and wireless. In all all the transmission nodes from Montego Bay to Otreos, everything was connecting. And you could see how the cross connects work. I was being trained as an engineer and I did not know it.
0: Hi! Oh, God! Look I at that. I did not know
1: it. And so I continued doing that. And then eventually now, um, the, v- the vice president, he came and he said, I've been hearing so much good things about you. Do you want to, you know, would you like to, you know, to, to, to stay? I was like, ah... It's not really my thing, you know, you know, you know, not really. I said, Kevin, you you," clearly have not been exposed. Call one of the engineers who was it. take him out on the road, um, show him a couple of the sites and and all that. So one of the engineers took me on the road. He took me to Wynwood Road and to one of my sites that I installed. Um, that's in the central office with all equipment there, and I, I felt As like, a
0: technician. Mm-hmm. As a
1: technician. And I was, remember, I still didn't get my degree. Well, I was still finishing up my degree to kind of, you get you know, get everything together. So, um, he took me on the road, and I looked at the, the thing, and I'm like... He said, well, I'm looking for that circuit over there. This is what you need to do, Kevin. These are information you need to put in. But, you know, we need to find the circuits here, and we need to find the circuit over but there. But you know the circuits. Like, I'm like, I'm like... Um, let me show you. I wasn't being cocky about it to be. I said, "Come, come with me. Um, it's over here." So you were using there. your and your you experience
0: and your expertise as the technician,
1: as an installer, as
0: an inst- as a technician, installer.
1: and, a, and a, as an installer, right? So that's a technician, and then as is my experience now as an ex- using the Excel engineering document that I created to put the pieces together. And then when he started, he said, "What Kevin? Well, you can do my job, man." I
0: said, "Maybe." Maybe never thought about it, and so
1: I never thought I did not think that at that point I could have done the job until he took me out, and then I was like, Wow, what this is? This is not so bad after all. I can do with this, and um, so when the VP came, like I said, consider me here, and so he moved me now from a level a level five technician two places up to a junior executive at that point,
0: which would have been the promotion that you had asked for
1: the promotion that I have.
0: But I will I always, but may always go and interject and I'm always going to say that it is one thing to pray. Again, it cannot just be by walking by faith. You have to walk. And so easily somebody right. else, somebody else might have seen that Excel document and somebody else might have just plugged those numbers or plugged those whatever and just gone home. Let's be real. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Plug the numbers, do whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to be here, but let me just do this and let me go home. And yet, so what you did was you not only plugged it in, but you are now making connections. You are now integrating yes. and trying to assimilate everything around you that would put you in a position for the promotion. A lot of the times, we are the ones who are our own stumbling blocks because we don't want go the extra mile for my, in the promotion.
1: That that's, 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 that's exactly it. That is exactly it. And, and so that lesson I learned relatively early. Just get involved. Um, don't be afraid to be excellent in the little things. You don't know who's watching you, and I learned that through one of the guys, one of the managers, who who confirmed my appointment. He said, "I have I was watching you while you were doing the Excel work.
0: Look at that. And I in the little job. Or
1: not the little job. Watching, I was wondering whether or not you would have pulled away because you're an in solar and not do the job excellently. I said, I watched you and I loved everything you did." And so when the VP came to me to say that you're going to be hired, he wants to hire you, I just confirmed it immediately. Jeez. Then a couple of years after, while I was working, and now I'm a full engineer doing engineering documentation for the same installers that I had just served with. With my name now on the engineering doc- specification, Kevin Gordon, with timelines and calculating how long the job is going to take and what equipment they need and where they need to connect the cable them. You know, all I know and Kevin, at that done. moment,
0: would you ever have imagined that you would be there as an engineer, <laughs> Not at all. as opposed to a technician?
1: Never, never dreamed it. As I say, never thunk it. Wow. <laughs> never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind. But what I knew is that there was something more to, to be had, something mm-hmm. more to be done, something more in me to offer, and mm-hmm. I wanted to explore that possibilities those opportunities as far as it can go as far as it would go
0: without so, any restriction with no or limitation, limitation. no no,
1: limitation at all. no no none none there's no limitation at all i'm not going to say oh i'm going to go there i'm going to stop no 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 Mm-mm. that never crossed my mind but when i'm with you i'm going to give you everything i have and more and so so, so, so while you're after, at,
0: okay so because i was going to ask you now so here it is you would have, mm-hmm. um, you, you you said you you now had your name on the document as an engineer. You would, yes. have, had yes. degree. You degree. would have had your computer yes. science degree. So degree,
1: Have my degree. I'm doing some courses from Cape Town, Wireless, getting those courses done. You know, some courses in Nortel, Nokia, you name them. I'm doing all the courses. I'm getting all those done, and I'm I'm you know in line for what we call a promotion to a supervisor, a senior. A senior engineer. Mm-hmm. There's a position coming up, so you know they had gone through a number of redundancies at the time, and they kept me. Mm-hmm. You know they had scaled the department from eleven to about um, to six, and then from six to um, to four, Ooh. and they kept me in the process. Good. They kept me, and they, they, I, I, as you know, they, they keep saying, "Kevin, there's a position that's coming up. Um, you know, somebody's leaving. This position will be open, and we want to kind of promote you like, wow, in three years, all of a sudden, you know. Things are looking, you know, looking
0: rosy. These three and years sound like they're making up for left. all of the um the rejection from like former oh, days. Oh, like Lord, It man. sounds like you are doing very be. well within the three years. But do you stay at JTC? Lord. Well, it's not cable and wireless. Do you stay cable at and cable, wireless. And wireless? You so outgrow, cable and wireless? Or do you outgrow cable and wireless? I
1: left cable and wireless. I would say cable and wireless is a fantastic company. I don't think I could ever outgrow them. But there was, there was more for me that the Lord wanted to expose. Mm -hmm. And so one day, I mean, I remember the day I said it to a friend, you know, the very same day I said to him, the week before, I said, man, I love this job, you know, we're just jiving and we're blending and I think that I was working well and I have autonomy to do what I need to do. I'm getting the money I need, plus more, you know, I'm able to save and provide for my family. It was I was in heaven. And then while I was walking to the printer to collect one of my documents, I walked and the place got white and I literally could not see the printer. So I walked into an open vision. And all I heard, your time has come.
2: That's
1: all I heard. And God. then the place got clear again. And I'm like, so I stopped. And everybody, you know, started looking at me. Because <laughs> I stopped <laughs> immediately. I just stopped in the middle of walking. So all the engineers that were there kind of looked around. And they were looking at me like, you know. you good, busy.
0: like you're okay, like you're I okay. Talked,
1: I turned back immediately and I went to the guy who I prayed with. And then, you know, we used to pray. We 12 o'clock. I went to him, I said, I just heard this and I saw this. I haven't applied for a job. I just said to him last week, the week before, I am never, ever leaving Cape Town, Wireless. You have to dig me out of this place. That's what I said to the You man. got
0: comfortable. You get, you get comfortable. You, you I like your life. I very love. comfortable.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I loved it. You know, I started loving it. And then I walked this open vision. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. So, of course, for the first week, I'm like, what is happening here? You know? Am I going to go? Am to I leaving today? To <laughs> am I leave? I don't am I know. being
0: fired? Or am I going to get fired next week? Mm-hmm. So,
1: two weeks came, and then I got a call from a friend who left Kevin Wallace. He was in engineering department, on Un- to me. I I did not know this. He was watching me for three years, hmm. and I did not know. I was just performing. So he left, and he went to Digital, and then he called me. Said Kevin, I just got promoted. I'm a manager here. And I need a senior engineer. I'd love for you to come over and help me to build this department. It's a brand new department. They call it Special Solutions Department. They didn't have a name. Oh, wow. There was no name for the department at the time. So they call it Special Solutions. In other words, anything that is required to be done, this is a special team. That is going to find a solution. Special, our, our sales team <laughs> that will go in and do what they need to do. Seriously. And so I said to him, without hesitation, I said, sure. Did you no, even it's, know it's, how much
0: money you were going to be paid, Kevin? No, I
1: had say, no clue. I had no clue. And At that point in time, I was walking more in obedience than looking at the money. So when the HR department called me from Digicel and they gave me the offer, I'm like, "But well, that is less money. You give me what, the base I mean? salary yeah, that, yeah, I, yeah. That, that I'm getting now. But in this base salary, I'm getting traveling allowance and car upkeep. And you're not giving me a car, you're not giving me a car upkeep there so why, why am I you know so you need to do better in the office I said no man don't worry man you know it, it will increase over time and you'll get 10% bonus every year and I said no oh, God I've been walking obedience so let me go so I went and in that first year that I went I remember I had applied for a visa before when I was at Cable and Wireless you know to travel and they denied the visa
0: yeah rejected so boy first you get enough both you get enough yeah, both man. in your life yeah
1: man, yeah, man. Them, 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 them do me bad man they rejected me when i went there with a digital letter in november of 20 of 2006 they stamped it approved i traveled my first trip wow. my very first trip in my late 20s was traveling to my arm um, to Miami. and and that opened a world hmm. of opportunities.
0: sometimes we want to move into spaces and we want to get into particular rooms and we're just not ready for whatever no. reason, we're just not ready. Sometimes we have to be marinated a little bit. Sometimes we need to be seasoned a little bit. You know, sometimes we have to stay a little bit longer because there is something more that is being worked in us. That is correct. On us. That is correct. Before we can now move into the bigger role and honor the bigger role in a bigger season. It's, it's just yeah. a fact. That's what that I think, at least. That, That's
1: that what is correct. No, but you are you're absolutely correct. That diamond is not a diamond um, when you pull it out of the ground. But it has to be processed. I'm a lot pressured. of us want to become the diamond without going through the process. Mm-hmm. There has mm-hmm. to be a process. You have to be carved. You have to be pressured. You have to be treated. You have to be refined. And then you see the star coming out. You see the glimmer coming out. Mm. You see the beauty coming out. Yeah. Mm. And so I, I was going through that process myself. And, you know, so I went through the digital days and I you know, started doing what I needed to do. And, um, and I managed, I started managing projects on my own, not recognizing, as doing project management. Then years later... Um, someone, a, di- a director in the department, got promoted, and um, I said, "Congrats!" in an email to him. You know, let me know if, I, you know if you need anything. Again, just me throwing it out. I want to get involved, and I can't forget what he said to me to this day. He said, "Kevin, there are two positions that are in my department. Apply for anyone."
0: One is and project I the management. Team, and management, one of is, is project one's management. management. Please and please.
1: One is project management, and the other one. Um, I said, no, I'm not going to do that because I know the guy who was applying for that one. I said, no, I'm not going to, you know, he's a friend of mine. Let me not compete. You're not going to compete. Not, not, I'm not going to compete with him. So I applied for the project management job. and I remember when I walked into the room and, and they were asking all kinds of questions about catch chat and project management. Practice. I'm like, uh, I just know how to do the job. You know, you give me a job to do. I'll tell you how long I think it can take. I'll get the resources. I'll get the equipment. And to give and I'll help you to work to do the work. I right. Say. And I remember, I remember the director said, "Listen, stop asking so many questions. I don't care about ganchas. All these project managers doing is giving me a lot of ganchas. I'm not care- I don't care about ganchas. I just need someone to do the job. I want him on the work." <laughs> I'm like, okay, wow. all right. I'm like, alrighty. Clearly, he's the boss. Clearly. As <laughs> so I got the, said so I got the job, Terry. But I remember this man. I mean, he he was at me. He never gave me a pass. He said, "Kevin, make sure you get your project management certification." It was the hardest exam I ever took.
0: So the man First makes sure. So so basically, the man is saying, "Listen, I am willing to give you the job, even though formally speaking, from a from a yeah. from an academic point of view and from a formal education point of view, you are not qualified on not paper. Qualified. On but, paper, but based on your." attitude and your that's and correct. your approach i am willing to give you this job but now that you get the job make sure you back it up
1: that's correct and so i went and i got myself certified got all the other qualifications that he'd asked me to get as well and uh, because he want he, I, I didn't want to disappoint the man because he took a chance on me so i got the certification got the qualification and i remember terry when we were building the downtown building uh, we were up by um new kingston at the time and we're building the downtown building. And they gave me the entire retail store with the ICT equipment plus the first floor with some other equipment there. And it was an executive briefing center that you showcase all the technologies from Digital. and they gave that responsibility to me. Did you, ever feel,
0: did you ever feel like you bit up more than you, you could chew? Like, even though you're walking in your faith and you're walking in obedience and you've always been the type of guy to figure it out, was there ever some imposter syndrome moving in where you're like, yo, maybe just, maybe this is a little bit bigger than me? Did that ever occur to you?
1: It started, that thought crossed my mind initially when I started the job. Mm-hmm. Because then the first day, then I jumped into that job I I, fact, I took time off the week from my from my wireless engineering job at, at the time to go sit in a meeting just to understand what the project managers um, what they do what the role was mm-hmm. I what, and I, I remember sitting with the project manager that I was supposed to be replacing and I did not know I was replacing the man and he was supposed to be leaving the next week Jesus. I did not know that so when I sat in, <laughs> when I sat in the meeting, the Wednesday, he told me that he had to leave early. So he's leaving Friday. I was supposed to start. Less the time. Monday. I was supposed to start Monday, you know, Friday. I end up in a meeting, chairing the meeting, not knowing exactly what to do or what the project was about. And nobody but to understudy. Nobody to understudy. Nobody to give me direction um, in terms of what is to happen. Um, you know, what this project is all about. And that was the biggest project they had at Digital at the time, the biggest project they had. And so I sat in there, I took notes, I went back home and I went through my whole process, gave me all the documents, started reading. So by Monday, I was a little bit more familiar with the project and what I should be doing. But I didn't know how to conduct a meeting. That, you know, I, that, that was not my formal training. I was outdoor, I was a worker, you know. Well, so I was I just about to
0: say, because what you were was a worker bee. And what you did all of these, all these years was you, you, Improved on your skill set but yes. you stay As within your of course but then in you would, but you may not have been ex- exposed and expe- you know, experienced when it came to these meetings and you have to chair you have to no. take notes and you have to send the mm-hmm. notes and then the action items and no so, that's so a I completely start, different started, corporate level
1: exactly so I started to learn through the process and I remember uh, a couple of the managers and, and some senior directors were in the project because a massive project no you know I had to report into the group CEO for some of these Conversations, and so some of the directors in the business they came, and of course, you know, it wasn't their cup of tea. I remember one of them saying, "Well, you know, um, this is not as important as you know as some other things that I am doing." And I remember something just got up in me. Yes. I, said, I, said, listen, I said, "Listen, as long as I am the project manager for this job, I am expecting that you're going to either turn up to this meeting, or you're going Prioritize. to send somebody to replace in place of you for this meeting. And when they come, they must have the information." You know, the next meeting, the man disappeared. Never came. Cyrus so wrote a nice report with all the details. Sent it to the director. He never missed another meeting again. He called a big meeting with everybody, and I sat at the head of the table with the director. And he said, "All right, explain why you're not at like Kevin. Why, 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 you miss Kevin's meeting?"
0: Yeah, we're talking Don't about it, ha- we're talking about the digital building downtown, right? That massive building.
1: Don't let it happen again. And then Cyrus so continued to work. One o'clock in the morning, I was still on the job. Two o'clock in the morning, my wife at home, I still working.
0: Kevin, let me ask I'm you a pushing. question. As you are looking at these other project managers, and clearly you're, you know, you're, you're you're speaking to these different people because this is a different kind of room. You know, I like to use my biblical scriptures because there's some that are just my favorites, and one of them, of course, is that your talent will make room.
1: Right. right.
0: And you will sit before kings and queens. Right. That's so, it. so, That's so, right. here is your talent has put you in this room. Do you ever believe, or do you feel? Um, that that based on how some of them would have been there already, whether exposed or more experienced, or maybe they've had, you know, gone through the entire academic, this, this, that formalization. Did you ever think they underestimated you maybe because of where you were coming from or maybe in their eyes you were not as refined as they were? A lot,
1: a lot of them did. And as far as I am concerned, you see... You know, I went through life with people, you know, because of my teeth and all that kind of, you know, all the other little things. You know, you, you had to, you had to adapt uh, and adapt quickly. For and persons who
0: don't know what he's talking about, Kevin has what he considers buck teeth, buck with, teeth. A, with with yes, with with a gap with a gap with a gap. Yes, man. he <laughs> used to call me Goofy
1: in high school. Uh, yeah, that's what I used to call me in high school. So I had to go through all of that uh, and learn that. If I am not confident about me, mm-hmm. if I'm not confident about who I am and what I'm, I'm able to do, um, then nothing has mattered. I can't look for validation from somebody without validating me first. Amen. But I am not going to validate myself in a vacuum. Hmm. I'm going to put the energy and the effort to uh, back it into up. Getting myself skilled. And I said it over and over at, at, at Digicel. I do not need your p- approval or your praise on a job that has not been done well. Um, you're not going to beat me up more than I can beat up myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ensure that the work is done excellently. And if I need to stay there until 1 o'clock in the morning to get it done, Kevin it's going, will to done. going to get done. 1 o'clock in the morning, it's going to get done. And so they knew that they could always count on me to get stuff done. They could also, they could also count on me to be dressed, to be properly dressed, mm-hmm. in my tie and everything. No matter what I'm doing, when I'm on the ground picking up screws I still dress properly. So so no, um, so,
0: so so you also understand that it's not just about doing and being a worker bee and, and and but it is also looking is the part. Yes, man. Looking of the course. part is extremely presentation important. Is important.
1: You know, you have to represent the you represent well. Um and you're representing you first. Um, not just the company, but you're representing your brand, your own personal brand. Then one year after, didn't know this. But they, and they, they awarded me, um, they nominated me um, Employee of the Month, then I got Employee of the Quarter, and then I eventually rolled up into Employee of the Year.
0: The Technician. The there
1: were ever, the Technician. The Technician. The boy who's from the boy who got kicked out, got awarded Employee of the Year in 2015, but, and uh, 2014 for Digicel. And then when they gave me the, the award, they gave me $25,000 in scholarship to go to Harvard. And I remember them saying, that that to me. Going to "Send me to Harvard." Yeah, man, they're gonna send me to Harvard. Um, you know, they are gonna do a course there. I'm like, "What course am I gonna do?" Now, at that time, I knew that there is a there there are there's some learnings that I can do on the job, but there's something that I need to be trained on. If I hmm. if, if I'm gonna grow, I need more. So I look through the Harvard um, um, curriculum and what they had. I'm like, "No, this is just." Kevin, so, when I'm you like, saw Harvard, it.
0: Kevin, when you saw Harvard, you never said, but Harvard is for some really brilliant, bright, best in the world. Do, do I really have a place here? Um or at this you know, point, I, are you like, I listen, stopped, I, I just I just, I just I managed stopped. the entire big digital building project and now yeah, I'm I, definitely I, game.
1: Let me tell you when I stopped doubting myself. When I looked at the job at cable and wireless as an engineer coming in uh, as, a trans, as a technician coming in as an engineer I realized I could do it I doubted myself then when I re- recognized that there was more in me
0: that there was you knew. greater
1: in me than I knew about at that point I stopped doubting my abilities <laughs> all I knew is that my steps are now being ordered and as I continue to walk on the journey it will start to unfold and when things start to unfold don't doubt I'm not going to wave. I'm not going to be going back in, going, holding on to faith and then holding on to doubt at the same time. One focus, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to hold on to what I see. I'm going to trust that God is directing me. And I'm not going to doubt at all. Right. So when I'm in the room with the prime minister, which I had the opportunities to, to, to present to, to both prime ministers at the time, back, well, be back then. Yes. And all the ministers that I've got never doubted. I prepared myself, I did what I needed to do. Then so they yeah. said, hard I'm saying, okay, no problem. Give me the $25,000. Let me do what I need to do. And I looked at the course and I'm like, no, this doesn't align. Don't like that. I said, can I find other courses? Would you allow me to do that? Mm-hmm. And they said, all right, check it out and let me know. So I looked at all the courses other. that and are that,
0: relevant and specific relevant to, what to you me.
1: Need. I looked at Stanford. Okay. I looked at Stanford because, you know, they wanted, at the time, Diesel wanted to ensure that, you know, the, the, the first employee of the year that they did, the first employee of the year was me. And wow. so they want to ensure that the scholarship that they gave also carries the same type of weight.
0: Yes. You know, you're yes. giving
1: out an fr- employer yes. the year for the first time in how many years and then all of a sudden, you know, you go to a little, you know, a no-name school. So I said, let me look at Stanford. Let me look at um, Harvard again. Let me look at um, Wharton University. Let me look at um, MIT. Hey. Stanford had some courses. Didn't like them. So I said, forget it. And then there's another course at Wharton called Advanced Business Acumen. So I looked at the curriculum, I looked at all the pieces and the time that hit, they, were, they were scheduling and they had a little bit of finance, a lot on finance, they had some on general management, they had some on negotiation.
0: So Kevin, what you're saying is that even though you knew that you were very strong in certain areas, you recognized areas that if you are to My weakness, continue yes. to go higher, I you had to, to plug these gaps. Yes. Hmm.
1: That's correct. That's correct.
0: The business,
1: so the finances. I, the, I, I was not a finance guy, mm-hmm. not a numbers guy like that, you know. I'd calculate numbers in my head, but I was the numbers guy. So I, I didn't know how to read a balance sheet or look at a PL and to and did not know any of these things. Mm-hmm. So I went to MIT and they did global strategy. Uh, they did um, supply chain management and they had a beer game that showed you how to, um, to plug your, to, to pull stuff from your warehouse to send to your distribution or distributor who then sell to his retail team to get it to the customer just in time.
2: Yeah.
1: And so you had to play that game and you could not go bankrupt and you could not come, you could not you could not want to be out of funds to purchase equipment or purchase your beer and you could not be out of supplies for your customer. Mm-hmm. And every part along the chain needs to be filled when the customer is ordering. And you the, the 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 trick here, you do not know what the customer is going to order. So the customer could order a thousand beers, ten beer, but you need to have just enough beer to in service your distribution in your retail um, and in your warehouse to be producing in your warehouse to give to your customer when they order. And so that was that was It sounds so, was sim- it sounds so simple, but yeah,
0: simple, it, it but does it was sound blowing. was mind-blowing.
1: Yeah. And so I did that at MIT. And um, I just, you know, I failed miserably. You know, we had a whole lot in our warehouse mm-hmm. and our distributor had very little. And then the <laughs> retailer ran out and the customer was waiting in the way. <laughs> you know, most people, a lot of persons fail. Fail, right. Funny enough, when I finished MIT, I went straight into Wharton and guess what they had there? The they same had game. supply chain management and they took the beer game from MIT that was created by MIT and they were, they were teaching the class and they said, hands up. For the persons who well, you, you knew and it. You knew it because you were prepared. I was, I was the only one in the class in Wharton Business School that knew that game.
0: Wow! So here it is, our technician, the guy the who technician. never had any ambition in terms of was just living life and just kind of doing whatever he needed to do, is now moving through, has options like Harvard and MIT and Wharton, which is one of the best business mm-hmm. schools. Some brilliant um, persons come from Wharton. You go to MIT and you step straight straight into to Wharton and you are being exposed on a level that I don't even think you would have even imagined. I had no clue. Because but you uh-huh. I
1: was sitting. Yeah. I was sitting with CFOs, CEOs, vice presidents,
0: CIOs, CTOs, manager. as a project manager. I was
1: CTOs as a project manager. I was the lowest grade employee in that class the yeah. lowest grade employee in that class
0: yeah but when god says yeah that's, but when that's, god, that's god says a
1: god that, you, that's a god that's
0: when, a god him, that we serve. when him say you you know that's it that's a god what that is for you can't on for you and it does not matter who is in the room if him say you need to be in that room you will be in that room so you that do mit hard. you do what and you come home and what
1: so when i came home i looked around and i recognized that there was another shift that had happened no, I didn't hear it, thus said the Lord. but I just knew in my heart, in my spirit, that there was a shift happening. And I felt that project management was no longer where I needed to be. So I went straight to the HR department. And I said, number one, every manager, every project manager, every, every director needs to be on this course to this day. They have, they have not applied that to all the CEOs. They are doing work in the business school. And, so again, I I and
0: again, and again, it goes back to exchanging information, it sharing comes, yeah. information, because you could have taken that information, learned for yourself, and gone off, because it benefited you That's as hard. an individual. But yet still you came That's back, hard. because you realize there's strength in numbers, and you strengthen an organization the more you empower other employees.
1: Exactly. Especially so the ones who
0: make how- the decisions.
1: Exactly. So when I came back, I now knew how to read a P&L, how to read a balance sheet, I could tell you the strength of a company by looking at their financials. I used to see these things in the cleaner before and had no clue how to read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, they, yeah. they had financial reports, I am oh, like, what does that mean? Now I knew. I could tell you what the companies, how a company is performing by looking at their revenue, top and bottom line, looking at their capital to see how they are managing their costs and then look at their balance sheet to see whether or not they are doing, they have any debt in the operation and you know, how they are transitioning the business. I could Empowered. tell you a story from reading and I could negotiate they taught me how to negotiate and other things as well. So they there was a like, shift. Words, my world opened. And I looked out and I'm like, Kevin, you're no longer in the same spot. And I said, I need a new position. Find something else for me. But this won't hold me. I'll continue to work. I continue to do what I need to do. Then eventually, um, I went to a, a conference um, for the church. And a pastor, he just got up in the middle of the conference. I said, Kevin, come here. Stand up.
0: Yo, I'm always afraid when pastors call me to give me like a word. Yeah. I'm always so he afraid.
1: Just said, Stand up. Because of your faithfulness, you know, because at that time I was serving the Lord and, you know, just serving the church and making sure that pastors had what they needed, playing keyboard, you know, just doing what I need to do faithfully. And so he said, Stand up. Because of your faithfulness, um, you're going to get promotion in ways that you, you don't know. In th- two to three, in three to four weeks, you're going to get promotion that you need the wisdom of God to choose. I'm like, okay. Seems to sit down. I sat down. I'm like, all righty. And he just continued preaching.
0: And You know, the funny thing is, every single time, I mean, I'm a believer, but you know, so some churches when I hear pastors talk about like in the next two days and three weeks and four weeks, you know, I always kind of side-eye them and say, Yes,
1: you're skeptic. I know, <laughs> because, I'll be honest with you. Listen I know, here. I know this man, Terry. <laughs> I know this man, right? And I know when he speaks, he doesn't normally do this kind of things. But when he speaks,
0: oh, It's serious. He, speaks,
1: he doesn't normally do this.
0: You right. prophesy,
1: but not give you a definite three weeks. But when he says that, you take it serious. But I was still kind of skeptical. I'm like, I've not applied for a job, no, you know, never applied for a job. But in my third week, I got an email from a friend in Cayman. Is this you? I bypassed it. I never looked at it too tough because I thought it was just a general email. I look back at it again a couple of days after. I'm like, in the third week, no, you know, I realized it was a job offer. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Said, Is it, this your kind of job that you are doing? The job that you are doing now, Kevin, is the same job that we are asking for over here. And the, I, we had a conversation with the directors and they wanted, they were know, trying to team up together to pay me the salary that I was asking for. Wow. Then in the fourth week, I went to, um. there's a job in BVI. I turned it down. I said, I don't want to go to BVI. It's a small island. I nowhere to be. You're here. like, who I'm goes to
0: BVI? By yeah, the way, shout out to any of the BVI listeners. Love, <laughs>
1: love, I love my BVI landers. <laughs> I love my BVI landers. But I didn't want to go there. That's the honest truth. I, I didn't want to go there. So my boss said to me, Kevin, you know you can't do a project unless you're there and you can see the thing and feel it's so a go. Correct. I went there. The first week I said, all right, well, this needs to change. That need to change. This person needs to be promoted. That person needs to be promoted. I finished the job in one week by the by the couple in a couple of days. The, the CEO said, Don't leave without talking to me. I said, Okay. Then he said, Have you thought about moving from Jamaica? I said, Yes, but not here.
0: <laughs> oh, the said, not here.
1: And he said, Kevin, I'd love for you to, to, to come here and to help me. I need help. Um, write the position that you need and tell me what you want.
0: So these are I'm the like, two okay. jobs. So these are the two jobs. Two but jobs. you were asked, you were two told jobs. that you would need the word of God. Fourth week, which one to choose? Whether it was Cayman Islands or BVI.
1: A BVI, and I went home. I prayed to my wife. My wife said she don't feel Cayman. I said I don't feel Cayman Island. I just, you know, I decided to go with BVI. I went there, and within six, seven months, the CEO left, and I was promoted to general manager.
0: Nasa, no, Nasa. No, yes. <sighs> No,
1: so seven months after I promoted general manager. Now, I did not want to be a general manager, it was never in the cards, I never expected it. I never but expected you, him to
0: leave. because, yeah, because what you said, you really you understood that project management was no longer it. You knew that you had outgrown it, you wanted more. But as That's far correct. as you're concerned, you never looked for go jump from project management, go straight to nope. general management.
1: Nope. No, sir. So they promoted me to head of business, operations. And this is still within Digicel? This is
0: still within Digicel? Still
1: within Digicel. Mm-hmm. Still within Digicel. And then seven months after doing that job, he left. Didn't know that he was leaving, but he left. And then he recommended me to take his position. I didn't know that.
2: I see And CEO? so I was
1: promoted. I, yeah, but I was promoted to general manager first because they wanted to test my capabilities. So they promoted me to general manager. Um, first I continued I now started managing the entire operation, including the PL.
0: Well, I was just about to say, and let me guess, all of the things that you had learned at MIT everything, and Wharton has now come Wharton, right back.
1: Everything at MIT comes straight back from around. an
0: operational standpoint. This is no right. longer just fixing something, but this is now understanding the entire scope that of a correct. business.
1: That is so, correct. Oh. And so I continue to manage the operation and in 2017.
0: Couple months
1: after, C sixteen, sorry, they promoted me to CEO. CEO, and I
0: continued of, doing that until I left CEO BVI. CEO, this technician.
1: CEO of this BVI, this technician. When I left last year, I brought the company forty-one percent year-on-year growth to the point where there's no kind. I'm, I'm not hearing. The year that I left was an anomaly. They have never seen that type of growth ever in the business. Kevin, Not in that market.
0: Kevin, and now you own your own business. You step know, out now and you own your own cybersecurity company. Now I um, own company. my own
1: cybersecurity company um, in, the, in Florida, in the United Ke- States.
0: Kevin, looking at your 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 life and all of the twists and the turns and the rejections and the failures and the, 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 the real, I don't know what I'm doing, but i still going to do it anyway. What was the job that you learned the most from and why?
1: That's a very good question. There are elements in a lot of the opportunities, but I would say the turning point for me was the was Caitlin Welles. Mm-hmm. That turning point from an engineer, from a technician to an engineer. Now, it was not necessarily the, the role or function of the job that made the the impact for me. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that it brought out the reality that there was a lot more in me, mm-hmm. um, which gave me the determination then to move on to other things. So there was no other job that you could throw at me in this journey that I was not confident that I could do because I had that aha moment the day that I went on the road, I was looking at all of these equipment, looking at the function that um, these engineers are doing and the requirements. I'm like, but,
0: but I can't can do, do this. this. But we can't do this. So you would what say, so you would say that even now there are a lot of persons who are held back because of what a title. What be- of us are held back because That's of correct. what a title looks like, without really That's understanding correct. that we have the wherewithal. Some of us doing the job. Doing the job description, but just how we don't have that the title. title.
1: That's correct. That's correct. And so that taught me when I went to BVI to not necessarily look at person's titles or even their resume. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. To hire an individual. But I engage you in a conversation. And I'll ask you just relevant questions. Talk to me about your life. Mm -hmm. What have you been doing? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't want to see your certifications and your qualifications because... That in some that sometimes tells that that tells a lie. You've done the certification probably three, four, five years ago, but you have never ever touched the equipment since then. Correct. I can't have you because you're no longer relevant. Correct. Um, but, and there are other persons that would have done the certification and they're still relevant. So, talk to me about what you do daily, right? What are some of the things that you do that excites you? And then, in, in hearing you speak about your life and what you do, then I know exactly how to place you. <laughs> so, I, lo- I learned. That's through my own experiences
0: Experience. as well. Well, I was just going to ask Don't you... Don't be afraid if you of the use, titles. Right. And I was going to ask you if, you know, being that person who failed out of school and uh, for anybody looking at somebody's resume like that, you know, as a CEO or an HR manager, you're probably looking at this person saying, what the hell? Like, there's nothing I can do with this person. So I was actually going to ask if you've ever used yourself as, as an example In the whole interviewing process to know that maybe what you see on paper is not telling the entire story. It's not telling the entire story. Of course.
1: Of course. I've hired persons um, before that have, you know, no CXC subjects. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they are engineers now. Mm -hmm. But these are people, when you put them on the site to do an installation, you cannot out-install them. Mm -hmm. And, And some of them, they may not speak as well as you and I speak now. Um, so the, the, you don't necessarily put them in front of your customer you work with them on the back end to improve your vocabulary and all of that when you put but when you put them on the equipment you cannot work harder than them and you cannot get better than them what is so your what mm-hmm. go ahead no no go no finish your point no so I don't look necessarily at the title I don't look at your you know your previous employment have a conversation with me about what you do daily mm-hmm. let me determine whether or not you're still doing what was relevant 10 years, six years, five years ago, no. Right. For the job that you are applying for. And even if you're not ready, I've told people before in interviews that I'm not going to hire you for this job. I've told them, they, they, they started crying. I said, you know why I'm not hiring you for the job? Because what I hear in you is far more than what you're you're applying for now.
2: Hmm.
1: There's a young lady that, um, that came to, for, for a position and she was applying for a retail manager and I told her I'm not hiring you and she started crying but she knew why she was crying because I said to her I'm looking at your resume I'm looking at your cert- your qualification and I, re- I recognize you stopped training last year for your, um, your law degree why did you stop? I said you need to go back and finish this she said there's far more in you than this retail job if I give you this you'll be doing yourself a disservice."
0: service
1: hmm. and that girl is working at a law firm now
0: Wow, but Kevin, let's be honest. Let's be real. There are lots of persons who want um, look at resumes as as numbers. It's just an application form, and and I and I don't think a lot of HR managers or CEOs take the time to look at um um, applications to take just an an extra step some of it is a numbers game i can understand companies that get thousands of applications Mm. it's really hard to go through each one and empathize and try to figure out why someone had a gap here and why somebody didn't pass this but i mean what what do you advise what do you advise for persons who might be coming with your from your background who, whether it was a form of rebellion, resistance, trauma, we have a lot of people who have experienced trauma that has not allowed mm. them to perform at high school, at prep school, right, right, right. school, right, right, or at college because things have have happened to them. Yet still, there's a lot of potential, and a lot of them are feeling rejected because they know that mm. that piece of paper is sometimes mm. the, the 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 only thing that will unlock opportunities for them what advice you you know have for them
1: what I say to you is one don't don't ever give up on you Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to take a chance on you Mm -hmm. there's greater in you than you think if you only allow yourself to believe it is possible you can do it two your past does not define who you are I repeat it your past doesn't define who you are. Do not be afraid to take a step of faith and trust that everything that you need is within you. You can do it. I have done it against all odds, against growing up in town, against a single mother, um, you know, and all the challenges that I went through in life. And I'm not unique. Hmm. You are the same. You can do it as well.
0: Uh, Thank you so very much, Kevin. And the last thing, I'll give you the last word. I ask all my guests this. What does redirection mean to you in your words?
1: For me, redirection is one, not being afraid of changes. Hmm. Um, There are always going to be challenges and those changes are always consistent. Do not be afraid of change. Um, COVID happened. What do we do? we pivoted we changed there's you know there may be a, a change in terms of your mindset or culture but those changes are always there do not be afraid of them embrace them and let the journey take you um, places where you thought you never could have been
0: oh my goodness kevin gordon it was such a pleasure Perry speaking Carol with Reed. you. Listen,
1: likewise, my dear. Thank likewise. you so
0: very much. It's always good to hear our, our stories um, from our Jamaicans who are a part of the diaspora. Um, we don't have a lot of connection, or sometimes the only time we hear about the diaspora is when we're talking about remittance. which is not. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm I saying? Do, and and right, you know, right. we, I, I think it is important for us to bridge the gap more that we hear more about our Jamaicans who are doing so well against all odds. And I just want to thank you for your time and thank you for your words. I know that there is somebody who is listening who might think right now that they're in a very low level or low role, and they might might convince themselves that that is the only place they can be. And I'm hoping that after listening to your story, they realize that there is so much more to unlock, but they have to make the conscious decision. That's and correct. they have to take the compound actions that will take them to the place they need to be. So Kevin, I say love to you and your beautiful wife of what 21 years. Your girl. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. I say love to your daughters, you know, and, and oh, you're, you're you're carrying them in a very nice direction. Um and you 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 know you're imparting all of this knowledge on them, and I, you know, I, I read an article just before I say goodbye to my listeners. I read an article about you, as you were the um, the CEO of Digicel in BVI, and it spoke about when that hurricane had hit, and how you had stayed back with them. And you know, you know some persons had lost their homes as as employees yes. and what have you. And they spoke about you. They they got they got um, quotes and interviews from your employees who said that you're a man of great integrity and credibility and that you didn't just get up and leave everyone, which sometimes, you know, people expect of CEOs, but that you stayed back and you helped them to rebuild on the floor. And that is the type of person who you are. Mm. And I'm just so happy that you were in the redirection seat. And of course, guys, you know, give me your subscribe rate review I always welcome your feedback and I look forward to you listening to our next episode. So this was Kevin Gordon representing for us in the the redirection siege. And I'm just so pleased that you gave me your time. Thank you so very much. See you next week, guys.